0: This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Yo, is this thing on? Let's
1: get a mic check going. <crabs> yeah, we're back. <laughs> that should sound like, uh, Annie, are you okay? Off <laughs> the genesis. Oh shit, segregated. man. Hey, your dudes are back. May Beck Roof is back Your favorites is in the fucking building man That is me sounding like me once again Third time This time it's a fucking charm Cause we back with the weeklies So get used to hearing my fucking voice Niggas Welcome back ladies and gentlemen Oh hold up wait nigga I got music Fuck out of here Oh, the fucking music just went away <laughs> <laughs> fuck.
0: It was like your aggressive tone is too much for you Yeah, me.
1: no, I came at him too hard I love. all right, we're gonna do some other shit then Just play this This wasn't what I was gonna play, but fuck it we here now
0: This is actually kind of fitting It works Every day We bout to get high on the memory of the show. Used to call the (laughs) shy.
1: Every day I need an ounce and a half uh-huh. SP, the only flower that you know with a bounce A-bounce and a half though. Listen kid, I need a mountain the cast so I can roll up, hop in the whip and like bounce to the ab. Uh-huh. I get high cause I'm in the hood, the guns is around To take a blunt just to ease the pain and humble me now And I'd rather roll something up Cause if I'm sober dog, I just might flip Grab my guns and hey, hold wow. something up I get high as a kite, I'm in the zone all alone, motherfucker, case I'm dying at night, so I go. Them up back to back, fat as I could. Uh-huh. You got beef the South P. I come to splatter the hood. Yeah. That nigga wrapped a perfect 16 in a minute. Perfect. Like, that yeah. was like beautiful, dog. All right. Now we back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 163 of This Week in Culture. I am your host, Antwood, aka Trinidad Ant AKA. I'm back, bitches, and I got my dog with me, Jay. What up, though?
0: What up, though? It's your man Jay Johnson on half of the culture. Uh the dad joke, King. Facts. Cause your dad is broke. Facts, King.
1: King. King. <laughs> Welcome back to all the GDS and vice lords, the Falls and the Moles. Everybody from 63rd. Everybody from O Block. Shout out to Phone him. Shout out <laughs> to Phone them. And no shout out to Lena, just Yo, cause <laughs> Lena phone ain't phone from Chicago. Phone number. them. Hey, nigga. <laughs> I don't. I, I get it. Like I understand it yeah. when everybody's like, but what? what but is, that's Phone them okay? Like that's what it is. 'Cause 'Cause it started off as them folks. Okay. And we shout out to folk, but you know, accent, phonem. Oh. We just got there from the folks to the, okay. yeah. Okay, okay. Hey, not, so not shit, that, not the that folks makes and the moles, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So, yeah, that's how that got down, man. Welcome back, everybody from Chicago. All our favorite fucking listeners seem to be from the shy these days, man. Uh, shout out to all the hometown listeners from the D. Shout out to everybody who uh, been hitting us like, yo, when are you niggas really coming back? Well, guess what? We are back, Jack.
0: Shout out to Lena. um I know you was tagged in this episode. Facts. Uh, this is... You should just stop listening now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I got some good things for this episode. I don't know if they're going to be for Lena, though. They're going to be for the guy that directed this episode because I thought he did a pretty good job, at least as far as the camera work went. So, shout out to the Shy for being back and just giving us the weeklies, man. Um, I did read the other day, they just did the final walkthrough on Insecure. So, that is coming back soon. Um, It's something else that we normally. Oh, uh, they're currently filming. Power Book 2, so the Tariq one, that is being filmed right now to come back in 2021. I don't know when, but I'm guessing I mean, we got like three fall. other ones, right? So yeah. like, The Canaan one coming this summer. I'm guessing Tariq coming back in the fall. I don't know. I'm not really interested in the Kanan one, so they can get me back to the Reek one and the little uh, college people. What see about, what they got what about Tommy, all this shit? That like... Tom, you know, the Tommy one just really got picked up like two months ago. It wasn't really picked up. They was kind of marketing it. And nobody had really bought it over at Stars yet. It just got bought like two months ago. So doubt they started filming that one yet. But um, I hear word on the street that uh, Tasha's going to pop up more in the Tommy one. Like basically, she about to get the fuck her getting out of Dodge and all that. She going to end up on the West Coast where Tommy at. I don't know how they're going to work that out, if it's true at all. But she' going to be less on the Reek one more on the Tommy one from what I'm hearing. So
0: my well, niggas can't just have jobs. <laughs>
1: Like <laughs> why she can't just be in witness protection? Like, sit down. like, man, like sit you sit out? They got a stipend and shit. Like you, B. be should have worked the supermarket in uh the plain Arizona. <laughs> like, like why you? Why you gotta sell drugs? No, dog? <laughs> I can't. Really, like, like why you gotta sell drugs? <laughs> the selling drug addiction is an addiction we don't talk about. Jeez, because niggas don't stop, nigga. Like yo, I'm a billionaire, nigga. Like, chill Still out man. now.
0: <laughs> like, no, real, chill
1: out, man. <laughs> oh man, um, shit, we ain't been. It's been what two weeks, man. How life, dog.
0: <laughs> oh man, so listen, dog. Um, uh, so we ain't recorded in two weeks. You feel me? Facts. And uh, shop talk. We just recorded this Friday, but. We hadn't recorded that until we so yeah. we had like an episode in the stash. So yeah, gotta I, keep
1: one in the stashy.
0: I went to uh like I went through like a two week a pot withdrawal. Yeah, you know as me?
1: Uh, as folks who do this and you do this a lot, lot, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so
0: like uh, yeah, I'm I'm glad to be back. And guess what?
1: Coming in hot. <laughs> oh yeah, no, we we finna be in rare form today. It was funny because last week when I was trying to think like, damn, do I got the energy to really go in that motherfucker? I was like. It's a lot of shit happening in the airwave. Niggas was hitting me like, yo, I got to hear what y'all think about the Joe Budden shit. All "All this other shit. Then, nigga, when we ain't come in, I'm like, all right, it's cool. We'll, you know, stack up some shit for this week. (laughs) Ain't shit going on this week. Hey, real quick, before we get into the funnies. Do want to say rest in peace to George Floyd. Tomorrow, May 25th, marks the one-year anniversary of him being killed in Minnesota. Um, He was—I don't know how this happens, like— like, how you Rosa Parks, the movement. Like, this shit happens to black folks all the time. But one of y'all become the catalyst.
0: Niggas was at home this time.
1: Like yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Everybody was at home. Yeah. Um, we, I think at this time, this is May, right? Yeah. Uh, I think we had got over us not being out. Because Friday the 13th, March
1: 13th, yep. was like, all right. About month month and a half, it's yeah. like, all right, we getting restless. And I think... Some because I I was really giving thought to this earlier today. I was like, man, you know, we had Ahmad Arbery, that was big. Breonna Taylor, that was big. Like, but I was like, what was it about George Floyd? And then I thought about it. Breonna and Ahmad had been killed previously. We were just getting the story on a national level, right? George Floyd, we watched happen live. <laughs> like it was like same day, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it was on the on the heel of all the protests from Ahmad Arbery and yeah, Breonna so like, Taylor. It
0: was like those two, yeah, plus this, yeah, plus we 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 thought we was about to go back to work and yeah. then it was like nah, and then you the next month. No, nah. no, nah. and, and then was,
1: everybody sort of had that fear of, oh, they cutting unemployment. We hearing and we, it was a lot of tension in the world.
0: It's hot outside. We can't go nowhere. Yeah, and it's hot. It was, you know,
1: folks. Energy just it, it, shifted toward what happened to George Floyd, and as it should, dog. Like what happened to him, it deserved everybody to go out there and ride the way they rolled, man. Do you remember a year ago, nigga? They was burning targets,
0: nigga. I was working at a, a credit union. <laughs> yeah. Here, here, yeah. The main branch in, uh, well, not we, I worked at the main branch, but a branch in Grand Rapids, nigga, they bust all the windows out.
1: Wow. Wow. Like, fuck do they got to do with. What? It don't matter. It don't matter. We was on 10 last year. Um, Remind me to shout out Grand Rapids for being an awesome fucking city, by the way. I'm going to get him a hell of a shout out in a minute. Um, but yeah, man. Rest in peace to George Floyd. That was
0: rest in peace to Paul Mooney.
1: Facts. Rest in peace to the legend Paul Mooney, man, who passed over the weekend. What day was that? Saturday. Uh, I think or it Friday. Technically, that was, that was fr- a Friday. Days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, rest in peace to the legend Paul Mooney. Um, I've I've already seen us shift into the the controversial. You know, we can't let nobody die and salute him without somebody coming in and being like, but but but. What's the buff? What's oh the man, they on they on Facebook going wild about uh he he molested Richard Pryor's sixteen year old son. All right. I'm like, oh shit, here All y'all go. Right. Niggas don't be dead for ten minutes for you find what bad they allegedly did. I mean, I do remember that story. I remember the story about a year ago. And it was uh-huh. wild. It was a wild story. Yeah. But goddamn, I sometimes I like to just say rest in peace to people who died that was like legendary for something. And I don't like to harp on whatever they might have did that I can't confirm. Me, I can't confirm it. Yeah. So that's what, I'm going to just say that. Um, rest in peace to Paul Mooney and stop shitting on people after they die. Shit on them yo, when that, they're alive,
0: yeah. Yo, that shit be weak, dog. Listen, shout, shout out to you know all y'all listening, but if one of you niggas got something to say to me, y'all got to say it
1: right yeah, now. Yeah, you got to shit on me now because you, you shit on me when I die, I'm going to haunt you. Now you haunted. Uh, I got shooters. You feel me? (laughs) Boom. Boom. I I really do. Uh, Hey. Don't let the dad jokes fool you. Yeah, (laughs) y'all. Hey, man. The dad joke shit is taking off, right? Yeah. niggas is i'm seeing motherfuckers repost a dad joke who i'm certain don't know you and <laughs> i like funny. that i like that energy oh, that's funny i like that energy i be seeing the dad joke i really be going back in stories like wait who's that a repost <laughs> and i like that dog <laughs> so what up. i'm taking from it is they listen to the fucking pot yeah that's um up. but i i like that man tell them about the dad joke because you've been doing the dad jokes for a long time so, they don't know so all through quarantine, facts.
0: I had a dad joke calendar, and I would post it every day just to my story. Mm-hmm. And like, I see the response that I get, and I hear everybody in my in my my DMs and everything like that. And that stopped because the year was over. <laughs> 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 the calendar ran out, nigga. Uh, <laughs> but niggas would always hit me like, yo, where the dad jokes at? Where the dad jokes at? Yeah. And every once in a while, I would read the the joke like on the video. But um, niggas keep tagging me in dad jokes. I'm like, well, fuck it. Let me go ahead and do one. Yeah. And, you know, I did one and it worked out a little bit. And, uh, I Then I tried to... Yo, it's a thing,
1: now. It, it's popping, man. A it's thing. a movement, man. And, um, and I,
0: I didn't... I just thought about... I was like, yo... Because this is not to go. Like, yeah. you know how it's niggas on a line that you go to and they do that one thing mm-hmm. on Instagram? And that's
1: it. <laughs> I didn't want to be... I nah, don't want to be nah, a, Now you dad joke, nigga. I don't want to be a fucking... A shit <laughs> <Nah, laughs> you shiggy in a <laughs> dad jokes, nigga. When they see <laughs> you in the mall, they're going to be like, hey, Jay, tell me your dad joke, nigga, right now. All right. All right, all right now. And it better not be the one you posted earlier. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) No, that shit is funny, man Um, If you don't follow Jay Johnson on the gram Then uh, it's Jay Johnson 313 Across everything, but If you don't follow him, man, then just catch The dad jokes on the This Week in Culture page We repost him from everything, so um, Keep an eye out on my dog, man Uh, Big shout out to the city Of Grand Rapids, they're downtown I don't know what else has happened, I don't know what's going on On the block, Floyd Mayweather from or where the fucking DeBarge family from. They don't got nothing they to do They from with me. Grand Rapids? Yeah. And that yeah. don't got nothing to do with me. Toby in... is from Grand Rapids. His wife is. Oh, wife. the wife, the wife, yeah. the wife. You're right, you're right. Um, that nigga's amazing, by the way. Fucking i amazing. I I just want him to know so my first time on like being put on his music, I saw him live at a festival in Chicago unexpectedly i was just walking past we were leaving yeah. and i was walking past the stage and i heard the bars and i stopped like damn that was kind of cold and nigga next thing i know i just stood next to the stage and watched him and his band just go off
0: i wasn't hip for 40 until minutes to try jesus don't mm-hmm. try me yeah, yeah yeah that's when then what was that
1: bet awards or some shit like that
0: i just seen on the instagram
1: got you got you because know you. know it went
0: crazy it went viral and then when i started looking uh he did a he did a show here yeah. uh, when he was on tour November of 2019 um and then I just I got hooked on the Instagram yeah. uh then I got went to the YouTube page and I actually went back and saw I'm like oh this not a new nigga No
1: no no not at he's all He's been
0: doing this and building where he's at right now he's been crafting this for a long time I spent a good 2 hours on the YouTube
1: Um today. so did you watch <laughs> the tiny desk Yes today too Cause once My, you once you in there, you in there, you in there, you in there. Um, top five dead or alive tiny desk of all time. It was fucking amazing.
0: So the you when I'm spending time on a YouTube, yeah, uh, I'm addicted to behind the scenes content. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a fucking amazing. I think it's dope. And the conversations, like he had a conversation with him, his cousin or sister brother, yeah, and his wife about correction mm. and the way that he needs to talk to his wife in public versus. Mm. And it was like, like. The whole three, I bought into the quote unquote brand. Yeah, I'm buying. No,
1: he's he's one of them cats where I don't even worry about like you know how some cats when you when you like them and they ain't like blown up yet. Yeah, you get that like oh man I hope they don't sell out. I hope no no no. I want him to get everything he deserves. One hundred percent. That's it. I don't, I, and I don't care how you get it, because everything I've seen to this point, he did did his work.
0: Man, it uh, was behind the scenes before a show. Yeah, dude ran up to him, you know, introduced. He's like, man, I need a like, y'all need something from you. And I'm thinking yeah. like, he about to ask for like, they took a picture and shit. He was like, uh, you got to go slow because it's an Android. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he whispered to him like, yo. Um, I'm about to propose to my woman and shit. Mm. And like, so his girl came over there to introduce and then he dropped to the knee. I'm like, fam, when people yeah. like want to include you into vital portions of their lives. Yeah, like,
1: it's different, dog. Yeah, man. Um, and we going, to hold up. I'm going to let him pronounce his name though.
0: What's good? My name is Tobet Chukudubemwegue.
1: I'm an Igbo boy from the southwest side of Houston and I came to put on for the SWAT in Houston, Texas. That's it. That's all I'm giving y'all. Y'all go watch the tiny desk and go watch all of his content on YouTube. It's amazing. Then go to his Instagram and watch all the content. It's amazing. The his behind- wife is amazing. <laughs> Their baby is amazing. <laughs> like the
0: fucking amazing. But like yeah. the behind the scenes when they shoot these videos, yeah. it's not like a guy that they hire and say this is what we're gonna do. Like he is literally,
1: yeah. The
0: the visuals he does is because of him.
1: It's different, dog. He's, um... Of course, with other assistants, but... Yeah, 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 yeah. It's his brainchild, though, man. And Mm -hmm. I think that that matters so much, right? Like, you're still a part of the creative. A lot of motherfuckers, as they blow up and they get signed to labels and all, they lose that creative piece, and then the visuals don't match up with your your words no more. (laughs) Like, you creating these songs and we can't get the visuals to match.
0: Uh, I'm borrowing something from him as well. What's that? I'm not gonna tell y'all, <laughs> um, but I'm about to put it out, uh, and I we, I think it's gonna work.
1: Well, let's do it, nigga. Yeah. Fuck it, it's it's going out, man. Shout out to Toby. Um, check out all his music. It is available on all streaming platforms. So please go give him your streams. Give him your album purchases if you still buy the albums. Give it to him, dog. He got that's that's an amazing brother. Like I'm really not normally like. Impacted by new artists like that, or not even new, but just artists in general. When I get hip to him, I'll be like, man. "I know,
0: I didn't know his wife could spit like that." Either.
1: Man, cold, cold, <laughs> S- spit like him. <laughs> like, come on, man. Yo,
0: it's just one record though. He got with Paul Wall. I don't know if y- you can see. It. Yep, yep. No, I love Paul Wall.
1: Paul Wall's great. He's a great white.
0: Uh, Paul Wall could always rap. Facts. Toby had to
1: write this verse, dog. Cause Paul Wall's verse (laughs) was insane. I've never, I know the song. Yeah, I've never heard like. Yo, was Paul Wall hiding all these Either things? Either Toby wrote that or Paul Wall took his grill out when he spit <laughs> that. Because <laughs> he was getting words off that. I was like, God damn. Check my Oculus. You couldn't <laughs> see these double vision with binoculars. I'm like, yo, this is not Paul speaking. Shout man. out to him, man. Um, but no, uh, I shout out to the city of Grand Rapids. I, I went up there over the weekend celebrating my shorty birthday. Um, couldn't really do a lot. I can't travel a lot still. So couple hours away ain't much I could do that man made it happen their downtown is fucking beautiful dog mm. like Gore it's clean it's spacious it's a lot of restaurants bars coffee shop whatever you want to do your vice is there a lot of nice hotels to get into people was hitting me on the gram like yo where are you eating I was posting some food folks was, where you at where you at where you at I'm only shouting them out because the service was fucking impeccable um, it's a restaurant called Tupelo Honey in downtown Grand Rapids It's some of the best brunch you'll ever get in Michigan. Some of the best food service you'll ever have anywhere, dog. Like, I gave them a little hint. Hey, heads up. It's my girl's birthday, so bring a cake out. Nah, nigga. They brought mad cakes out, gave her a book. The whole staff signed the book. Like, it's a recipe book of all the recipes on every menu they have at all their locations across the country. Whole staff signed it. Like, real signatures. Not like, hey, this is how our book is printed. No, nigga. It was... Boom, boom, boom. The manager brought the shit over. It's a thorough-ass book. Like, this is, like, good quality shit. Just dope, man. And the drinks were strong. That was my first time drinking in a long time. So That's what's up. Yeah, man. So, shout out to Tupelo Honey. I've
0: only been to Grand Rappers once.
1: Yeah. Which was like in
0: 1999. Yeah. Uh, and I wasn't an adult yet.
1: <laughs> yeah, so you couldn't even really. Yeah, I ain't yeah. been up there. I went to Grand Valley a couple times in college, um, which is about a half hour out of downtown Grand Rapids. I so, didn't
0: slide of the Grand yeah. Valley. I just went to the college. We performed. Yeah, yeah. We
1: dipped. Yeah, and I went up there to Grand Valley. So we didn't go downtown. I wasn't familiar with how. Their downtown is really a great, like, adult downtown. Like, I okay. don't know if they got clubs popping and all that for niggas who looking to get into that, but if you want to do a bar, a good restaurant, a good brunch, and then find somewhere to just kind of sit and chill, nigga, while you get sober, it's up there, dog. Uh,
0: so, shout out to Michigan because I really enjoy living in the state of Michigan. Facts. Um, And for those who always say, I got to just get out of Michigan, you really just need to live leave Metro Detroit because uh, it's anything that you want to do, you can do yeah. that shit here in
1: Michigan. That is a fact, dog, because it's— Beaches, some sand dunes. It's all the, here. A, anything you, you want to do— Shit, 20 more minutes past Grand Rapids is some wineries that you'll never— fu- Like, you don't have to leave the state. A lot of niggas be, oh, Michigan suck, Detroit suck. Go somewhere. Go somewhere. I, I'm moving to— Why don't you just just move do a it here. further? Do it here. <laughs> or just get up and stop doing what you normally do like expand your horizons here dog like you don't always have to shout out to america we got a lot of dope places in the country and niggas feel 100%. like they have to go to i love everybody wanting to internationally travel that's dope get your passport go get your stamps but nigga it's shit here that will blow your motherfucking mind when you go see it dog because like
0: all right so i understand us wanting to be in tune with other people's cultures mm-hmm. and stuff like that one I don't think y'all doing that when y'all go on vacation.
1: They're not. They're uh, drinking and doing drugs.
0: But two, I want y'all. I want us. I want not even exclude myself to the cultures of the other states here in this same country. Yeah. To get a better understanding of people in Middle America or yeah. on the East or the West Coast, downside whatever, yeah. outside of like the 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 black hot spots that we go to. Mm-hmm. Like Michigan is really fucking great. Dog.
1: And it was funny because. Um, after, like, our second or third serving of food and drink, me and Shorty was like, damn, like, I wonder why they wouldn't have this in Detroit. Like, why is it in Grand Rapids? And then it was like, nah, nigga, that ain't fair. Like, Grand Rapids, like, look at this beautiful ass downtown area we in. Like, this shit is dope. It deserves a good ass restaurant. But it went, you think because you're not in the major city in the fucking state that you think of when you think of the state that, oh, every other town or city is just some little like podunk hick shit and all the restaurants is like some diners and little dive spots and shit. And it's like, no, nigga, this was like a big, beautiful restaurant. They got like 20 locations across the country. Some are in larger cities than Grand Rapids, but it was just like, this shit is
0: hard, bro. uh, I mean, Michigan, Detroit, Flint and Grand Rapids. That's where all the black people at. Facts.
1: Facts. So, So, no, I really appreciate it. I don't know why dog open up there and not Detroit, but I I appreciated it. And now that I can, so I actually have been to their location in Myrtle Beach. I didn't know they were a national restaurant. I just thought it was in Myrtle Beach. But um, now that I can vouch for that Grand Rapids joint, like yeah, I'm gonna be going up there often. Like that's gonna be like a once a month little road trip, dog. Like shout out to them, man. Um, go to Mackinac Island. Mackinac Island, beautiful. Every time I talk to somebody, they like, oh, I ain't been to Mackinac since I was a kid. nigga." Go as an adult. It's fun. It's you got cheap. money now. and it, it, it don't cost. Yeah. it's Nigga, four hours north, four and a half, four hours, 20 minutes north, go enjoy yourself. Get a T-shirt. Go over the bridge. It's fun. Take your pictures for the gram. Shit. Lie and tell people where you at. Make up places, nigga. Oh, nigga, I'm in a blah, blah, blah. It don't matter, dog. Just go have fun. Michigan's a dope-ass state. And Michigan's a big-ass state. Like, it's a lot of stuff to do here, man, that folks ain't taking advantage of. Um, shout out to COVID rules. Everybody lying about being vaccinated now so they don't have to wear their masks. I see y'all. Saw the lady walk in Target the other day. Mask wrapped halfway on her ear, right? She don't got the shit on her face. She made eye contact with a Target employee. She go, oh, um, we have to wear masks in here, right? And the lady was like, well, not if you're fully vaccinated. She was like, I am fully vaccinated. Is you surprised that you went and did that twice? You, okay.
0: Hey, man, the, the The onus is on you to keep yourself safe,
1: man. That's it. That's it, because niggas are lying right now. Niggas lying about vaccinating. They lying about their masks. Niggas' masks don't work. That bitch contaminated. I've seen it. It's dirty as hell. They ain't washed their masks since quarantine. Um, What else going on in the world? Oh, real quick, because a couple people hit me, like, for real about this Joe Budden shit. It's old now, so it don't really fucking matter. But I'm going to just throw this out there, and this is all I got on it. Watch how you talk to people. That's it. I don't care about the business part of that. All that nigga, whoever own what can control what, whatever nigga. But when niggas is your friends, you can tell any me and Jay. You know what? Do business together. You know what?
0: This reminds me of one of my greatest, the greatest acting scenes I I, I enjoy. What's that? Is when Denzel is talking from Fences when uh-huh. he's talking to his son. And his son is like, "Why don't you never like? Why don't you? Why don't you like me?" Yeah. And he was like, "Nigga, don't worry about somebody out here liking you. You better be worried about them doing right by you." That's it. So in this particular situation, whether you talk to me mean or not, I need you to do right. Do by right me. by me. That's it. And in that particular situation, it does not appear that they were being done, done right, right by, by. And that was it. In the way that they felt they should. Yeah, yeah. And like if, you f- fuck the friendship. Yeah. Are you doing
1: right by me? Yeah. Because here's the thing, dog. The doing right by me part is the part that the respect is held up in. And if you're not doing right by me, I can't respect you. And if I can't respect you, I can't work with you. And if I can't work with you, we can't get money together. And that's it. It boils down to just that. So whoever owned what, owned what. Whoever controlled what, controlled what. But if you're not doing right by me, according to what I'm seeing, niggas already said and Joe verified, yeah, a couple years ago, 400K did come up wrong in the books. So don't question me when I'm asking to see the books a couple years later, nigga. I want to make sure we ain't miss another 400K. That's it. Do right by me. We'll never have a problem, dog. That's it. Me and Jay work together. Jay own this studio. Jay ain't never not done right by me. That's my brother. That's my family. We ain't never got a problem. Cause no matter what's happening with this studio, me and this nigga talk to each other with respect. We do right by one another. No, I, that's the key. That's man. it. We now, nigga I pandemic can't. ended the whole studio last year. We was right at J Crib.
0: Like I can't say that for the for my entire life. Yeah, that I've always been the best at communicating Facts. when I have an issue or whatever, right? But once you once you know time and and, and, and experience and and shit happens where. It's the way that you talk to people, even when you're upset or even if you don't like what's going on. Yep. In a way that still has another person to hold. Because if you win the argument, you lose the person. That's it. So I can, we going to get into a debate. I'm going to make you feel real stupid. Yeah. And then we supposed to go to lunch after that? No, like, you nigga. arguing with your girl. you trying to win the argument. Okay, you made your point. But yeah. now she feels small. And now you're not getting there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and when she feels small, like, you make people curl up inside, dog. Like, when they feel like they can't fucking rock with you. Because Maul said that shit on their little side pod or whatever. Like, dog, like, nigga, I can't. They was like, oh, the, the pod, the two episodes y'all came back was awkward. And that nigga, like, because I can't fake that shit, nigga. And that's what I never wanted to see from them. Like, them niggas could have still quit. But, dog, if the respect was still there, the energy would have been a lot different, man. So don't fuck your energy up. Don't fuck the energy up with your people. Don't fuck your money up, potentially, because I noticed that Cash App tag is now not on the fucking thing no more. It used to be in the corner and it's gone. Oh, that's the sexual assault. Hey, exactly. exactly. Or sexual harassment. Harassment allegation. And hey, when it rained, it pours, right? Because yeah. niggas was like, oh, she uh, only said that because of the time. And?
2: Nigga, I got the tape.
1: Man, I <laughs> I, got I literally say. listened to the pod that week. I didn't know what I was getting into. Yeah, and I remember like I remember watching. This is bad. I
0: remember watching not that entire episode. Yeah, yeah. But the clip they put that says when the boss steps drops by.
1: Yeah, I remember watching that shit. It was weird. It was weird because Joe a weird nigga. He's like a that. weird nigga, and the other two co-hosts on that pod, they're his real friends, or as much as you can say that now. But they know him well. She don't know him, so his weirdness. Like my nigga, listen. Eh.
0: Like as a person.
1: Yeah. If you don't uh, sexually harass me,
0: are, are are very straightforward with the hoes. Yeah. I'm using that word on yeah. purpose. Yeah. If you, y'all want to fuck and all this, whatever. Yeah. Yo, whatever floats your boat legally. When you talking with different women and whatever, whatever. That's how you get down. That's how you get down. But when that person is your employee,
1: it's a whole different set you of rules. Can't buddy. tell
0: an employee I want to fuck you
1: live on air. Or 40 times. Or private. Or private, off-air, 40 times. Or private, off-air, because we edited that scene out three more times. Like, nigga. Like,
0: I don't like to, 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 (laughs) no, man, you just can't do it. Yeah. Like, it's just a, a level of creepiness that won't ever be associated with me, right? Hey. Like you know how many people come in this in this this podcast yes. studio, and I don't try to get on not near no. one of them because I never want to be man. You book over there, the nigga gonna be trying never nigga be trying to fuck
1: never. Ay. So you safe. Hey, <laughs> okay. uh, in addition to that, it's a reason that me and Jay, and this is beyond sexual harassment, but just energies and vibing and knowing how to rock with people and who rock with you for real. It's a reason we don't have people on this podcast like that. And that the one or two times we ever have and the one or two times we will in the future, they're going to be people we really know. Because I don't need nobody coming on the pod who I have to watch what I say what around say, and be. Hey, I don't want to have to behave if I know I'm feeling a way about whatever topic we're going to discuss. Like in that situation, Joe, you kn- she said you've been trying to throw little lines at her before the pod. Me, like- Nigga, don't sit there with her on the pod for three hours to flirt. And then,
0: like, to be, the, 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 yo, I'm starting this network because of the uh, man. That's,
1: the- that's creep shit, dog. That's creep shit. And I don't ever want, like you said, nobody to associate us with creep behavior. I don't ever want our business to potentially get fucked up because niggas don't know how to watch their fucking mouth. So, yeah, that's my feelings on the Joe Budden shit summed up uh, real quickly. Watch how you talk to people. Watch how you behave and don't be a creep period no. just be respectful to people and you will literally live every day like real cool if you just respect everybody you fuck with um what else happened in the last couple weeks niggas ain't wearing masks the world is open yeah real quick this shit threw me off the other day my homie hit me like yo you see shane park opening back up they about to start doing the concerts again they gonna do them spaced out whatever whatever so tickets limited i'm like oh we gotta try to get on them. <laughs> nigga like midnight the news thing came through, like, yeah, all outdoor spaces, you can have 100% capacity. I'm like... July 1st, at, right? J- June 1st, I thought. I think is like, it July?
0: I think June... So it's two numbers. Okay. It's, one of them joints is releasing restrictions, and yeah. then, like, July 1st, like,
1: everything... The whole the shit state. just go. Yeah. I love how the world just said, fuck it. Let's fuck it. I mean, it's a lot of niggas getting the vaccine. It's a lot of people getting the vaccine, but... It's a lot of people who aren't, and it's a lot of people who aren't telling you whether they are or not. They talk about like
0: sixty percent of of the of the country didn't got at least one shot. Like that's a lot yeah, of fucking that's people. That's a
1: lot of people, man. You um, know what I'm saying? Like so. And yo, whether you get it or not, I'm never again. I've said this shit on Facebook. I don't give a fuck what you do. I'm worried about me. Um, and I, as a nigga who just dealt with this shit,
0: ain't it interesting? Yeah. And uh, I've I've, I've I've caught myself. I haven't asked anybody this in a good month or so. Yeah. But how we just so comfortable asking niggas? They
1: medical shit? Yeah. Oh, we all up in that shit.
0: Hey, you ever, you ever got a shot for, uh, for for for
1: chlamydia? Like, you don't never ask nobody for that shit. Like, That's what kind of blows my mind about the people who are, like, so adamant about, fuck the vaccine, I'm never doing I'm never doing it. Because I'm like, dog, there's like a million other things you niggas have never been this adamant about that niggas walk around with daily, and you don't even know or ask. So it's just, it blows. I, I'm going to walk up to the kids like, you got an HPV shot? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> They're going to be like, yup. Like (laughs) It's it's wild dog, but I love how the world just said, you know what, fuck it, I'll fold, man. And it's open and we just gonna trust humans. It's wow. We won't trust the government. We won't trust scientists. That's all cool. But I definitely don't trust you niggas saying, hey, I got it. Like, I know a lot of y'all lying. So, whatever, dog. I'm going to keep doing what I've been doing. I Watch mean, my hands, stand in the house. Everybody S- just, you know, it's your... Mind yourself, dog.
0: It's your responsibility to take care of yourself.
1: Mind your fucking self, dog. Um, What else we got going on in the world the last couple of weeks? I don't think nothing interesting happened, dog. Like, for real, bro. Man, this
0: has been a lot of shit on television.
1: Yo, yo. I have... I got suggestions. First off, um, are you caught up on Godfather of Harlem?
0: I haven't watched Sundays.
1: I didn't watch Sunday. Okay. I'm two episodes behind. Okay. So you're not you not in a bad spot. But I heard the last couple episodes have been heat. Yeah. I, so I, I need to watch last night's episode. Yeah, yeah. So um I heard they've been heat. I'm a I'ma get caught up so I can have those conversations. But Godfather of Harlem season two I'm enjoying so far. Um I just feel like it's a hard show to review. It is. Um, to the. It's funny because we actually, I listened back, I wish I would have written that down. We said it last year. Yeah. When season one was on. This ain't a week to week review. I don't review, know how dog. to review it. I can't, because one, we talk talking about historical context. A lot of this shit we've had pods on. Yeah, like, well, historical context mixed in with mixed made up shit. Mixed in with made up shit. So yeah. it's like, all right, now I got to tell you every week whether some shit was made up or whether it was. Because I don't want
0: to spend my time. Yeah. Saying how in how factually inaccurate yeah. this was, and then, then tell you takes... it was a dope
1: episode.
0: <laughs> like yeah.
1: it's just weird, but I did think um, it's a really good show. though. Maybe when it goes off, we could just talk about the season. Yeah, for and, sure. and just kind of you know, even if we don't give it a full review, we can talk bullshit for hours. Yeah. So we can figure out a way to get it in there because it is a wonderfully acted show. It's well written. It's just good fucking TV, man. I wish they were on a different channel, though. I'm not gonna lie. Uh. I don't I mean. mind Epics, Epics whatever. Cuz like all this shit is I mean I'm I'm, yeah, it's I'm watching premium. the via the yeah. app. So like Also facts. Yeah.
0: I, I don't watch the Well, low key, uh I did actually cuz I do got it on the app. And I yeah. went through Epics and Epics got a lot of fucking movies on that motherfucker.
1: They do. So it's it's old um fuck, what channel was that? Epics was like another channel, dog. And, and they Was just,
0: it TMC, the movie channel?
1: It might be TMZ. It was something, dog, but it got looped in and then all of a sudden just changed on my Comcast. But.
0: I do think if they were with Insert Network here, they'd probably get a little bit more promotion.
1: And that's more what I meant. Like, I, I want more people talking about it because. But, like,
0: where would you promote that shit at? Eh. Because I don't, like, I don't actually watch HBO, like, live. Yeah. So I could I could figure if you like change your channel whatever HBO yeah. is when something goes off it probably run a commercial and stuff. Yeah. But because I don't do that and I only watch like whenever I want to watch specifically, mm-hmm.
1: where do people how do people advertise to me cuz I don't yeah. I don't but know. But it's it's wild. So like Showtime for instance has a contract with BET. Um so the black Showtime channel is called Showtime BET now. Mm. Um and that's where all the black movies and black shows or CBS, whatever. CBS, Showtime. Yeah, CBS, Showtime, or BET. Um, stars has Stars Black. So if you're watching something on Showtime, be watching billions. You ain't gotta be watching no black shit. And say Godfather of Harlem was over there, and we got Showtime BET that's gonna play Godfather of Harlem 10 times during the week after it airs on regular Showtime. Yeah. They can market it right there on after Billions go off as the little... So it's just like... It's a, I wish that it caught a larger channel than Epics, um, But it's still a great fucking show. So shout out to what they're doing over there. Um, speaking of HBO, this ain't got nothing to do with the culture, but it's just good fucking television, dog. Mayor of East Town. And it's Mayor, M-A-R-E. Um, it got a old girl in there from uh, Titanic, Kate Winslet. It's about a little town just outside of Philadelphia. It's a murder... It's some uh, pedophile Catholic priest. It's some fucking missing women. It's some serial killer. It's all kinds of shit going on in this show. It's good as fuck, dog. It's mm. good acting. It's that type of drama that we need. It gives you like the undoing sort of vibe, nigga, where it's just like it's a who done it. You trying to figure out who the damn person was. Whole lot of layers in this show. Good ass acting. It's moody as hell. I love it. Mayor of Easttown. Check that out. Yo, the Upshaws? Man, yo, shout out to the Upshaws, currently number seven on Netflix. It was number five over the weekend. Shout out to Mike Epps and Wanda Sykes, man. Yo, that shit. And Ken Fields, dog. man. That and Ken Fields. That shit dog. is fucking hilarious. It's good fucking television, dog. Like it got the so
0: when when Netflix started getting the sitcoms, which was I think Full House or Fuller House was maybe like mm, the first one.
1: A few years ago, yeah.
0: It looked it too it looked too dark. Yeah. And it, it seemed like For that. Yeah, it seemed empty, right? Uh, then I watch—I forget the name of it. What? What? What's the dude name? Kevin something, white dude. Oh, so it was like, Kevin
1: Samuels. No. Uh oh the Pit. Yeah, the joint the, you was telling me yeah. about. Yeah, Kevin. Uh, King of Queens. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, yo, that shit was funny. Yeah, you told like, me to watch that, and I threw I'm, that on immediately. I'm bro. like,
0: all right, cool. Like, I can I can fuck with the sitcom shit. Yeah, Jamie Foxx came. That shit is ass
1: that shit is ass reason we ain't talk much about um, it man.
0: like in re- that shit is bad yeah. like it's, it, it was so bad for me that i was like how did they let this t- shit come on i didn't make it past episode four and i was really <laughs> stretching yeah to get like yo whatever the one when they was at the church and he was doing uh he had the different outfits yeah. on and they was at the yo like yeah this shit like yo this not funny this, if, and if, it's
1: hard to get Jamie Foxx and David Alan Greer and not be funny. I
0: bro. enjoyed Dale Allen, David Allen Greer's character. You got character.
1: two. You got two. He did,
0: like, but that Jamie Fo- I did not not like that shit. Yeah. So I was skeptical. About the
1: upshots. Going
0: into the upshaws. Yeah. But I'm like, yo, Mike Epps, his name, if you think about it, Mike Epps ain't really being associated with no whack shit.
1: Oh, yeah, he has. What movie? Yeah, he has. Uh, the Honeymooners. One of the worst movies of all time, nigga. Him and Cedric. Two of my favorite funny people, dog. I think
0: I seen horrible. that one time.
1: That shit was terrible. One old girl in it that we like, who don't never age. Let me see, um, from scary I, movies and Regina. Uh, Regina, yep, yep. Regina. She played, uh, I think Cedric's wife or maybe Mike Epps' wife. I she was one of their wives. I don't think I hated that. No, that, that shit was horrible. You watch that again. That shit was horrible. And um, his show that he left. Uh, uh, what's my what's my shit that was on Starz? Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck. I liked Uncle Buck. It was good. It didn't do well.
0: It didn't do well because they they fucked it up. I don't know why they did that, but I I liked Uncle Buck.
1: ABC being ABC, man. Sometimes they hit it like blackish. Sometimes they fail like that, man. Now,
0: with the Upshaws, I think it was just enough amount of regular black comedy sitcom with cussing. Yeah. So it... It got the extra, and you can say whatever you wanted. the edge on there. Yeah, Yeah, I really enjoyed it.
1: And here's the thing, man. Um, Mike Epps, similar to how I felt about Chris Tucker, he needs the edge, nigga. Like, you can't give me Mike Epps without cursing. Yeah, You can't give me Mike, and like, really cursing. Like, fuck the bullshit, like. I don't want dams, nigga. I need Mike ups to just be Mike ups Yeah, I
0: need you to talk about weed. I need yeah, you to talk like, about
1: go into it, man. Yeah. And when you cut all that off, I feel like you're hindering what their gift is. Creativity um, too. That, it's just it's a it's a really good show. Shout out to Kim Fields looking great. Good to see her. I had to Google how old these niggas was. Yeah. 51 and 52 yeah. years old. Shit. When I saw Kim Fields' younger sister just turned 40, um, the the other one, yeah. I can't think of her name right now, but we all know her. I didn't realize that she was Kim Fields' sister until like a year ago it's like all right man like this shit is wild (laughs) 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 like these niggas are really like aging well out here i'm gonna just throw that in there Um, shout out to wanda sykes
0: man that shit i don't know how many times i have to tell y'all this but wanda sykes is my favorite female comedian i'm not mad Um, at that
1: she's hilarious yeah
0: uh i don't like her newer political stuff yeah well she was just kicking the jokes
1: yeah but um Wanda Sykes is a fucking pivotal reason for my favorite comedian of all time Chris Rock like she's heavy part of that nigga's career and she's a heavy part of his pen and all the writing and the jokes that went in uh some of his classic stand up so shit Chris Rock show man Wanda Sykes and um um what's my dog that they they killed my white dude. uh they killed him on a me too shit god damn it i can't think of his name but they if it wasn't for them. Too, yeah, I yeah. I cannot think of my dog name right now. But uh if it wasn't for them, man, it, you know, Chris Rock, material-wise for a lot of them shows, a lot of them stand ups, like he'd have been lacking, dog. So shout out to Wanda Sykes. She brought the funnies. When I was a little kid, I didn't really think Wanda Sykes was that funny. Like man. I just didn't get it. As an adult, I've come to appreciate her comedy a lot more, man. And and she kills on this show. Her and Mike Epps were like, the team I ain't no I need it, dog. They did real well as brother and sister on that show, bro. Yeah,
0: I think they were and you always gotta have that. I'm talking shit about your yeah, wife's yeah. sister, best friend type shit.
1: Yeah. Um. What else am I watching right now? Oh, uh, salute to. I know I talk about All American a lot on this show or on this pod. All Americans doing a spinoff officially now. I mentioned it, but now it's official and they got a, a like marketing and promo and a date um, for the girl Simone on All American. She's getting a spinoff where she goes to college plays tennis at a black school. It's gonna be a whole like black school angle. Um so salute to them for for building. Salute to ABC Blackish. They just announced their next season, season eight will be their final season. Good job. Um wrap it up. A blackish has Can't like too long. a billion Emmys. Um Anthony Anderson and Tracy Ellis Ross reinvented their careers on this show. I it's been an amazing run, dog. Um,
0: I think it's gonna go. I think that show's gonna be goaded.
1: Facts, um, facts.
0: I, I stopped watching a couple years ago, yeah. not because I disliked it or yeah. anything like yeah. that. It just got away from me. Yep, um, and it I, happens. I always figured like, well, I'm, a, I'll be able to go back yeah. and watch, and I, and I will. And um, so blackish. Yep. And, and grownish. Yep. And. What's another ish?
1: I still um oh they got a uh, uh, mixed ish. I ain't mixed-ish. really I ain't get into mixed dish like that.
0: And now they're coming with brownish.
1: Brownish, yep.
0: I'm tiredish.
1: Yeah, yeah. Don't don't wear me out with it. Dog. I'm, I'm tiredish. Yeah, cause you, you
0: yeah like you did these shows and then you came back on Netflix and got us with the, that was the other comedy. I was kind of like,
1: yeah. I was cool with that. Uh, black as fuck. I was cool yeah. with Black as fuck. It, but, it was, it, and they gave it season two. It took
0: It took me a couple episodes yeah, to warm to get up. get into it, yeah. And once I adjusted to, like, okay, I get what this dry humor yeah. is. Yeah. But I didn't know if, like, it was going to work, so to speak. Yeah. This is my issue, though. And I don't know how to fix it. <sighs> with Netflix, because you give me all the content at one time, you get two weeks for me talking about it, and it's over
1: for yeah. a year. Yeah. So do you think Netflix would benefit from the Hulu model? Yes. couple episodes at a time? Yes. Every week, and then we get to- Or
0: just drop it weekly. You can do that.
1: Yeah. So Hulu model, we'll give you two or three up front, and then the remaining seven, you getting on a weekly. So now we got your attention for the next seven weeks.
0: And sometimes you got to save, you got to save, they got to save me for myself.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like,
0: now what?
1: Yeah, I um, I do think that, I don't know, it's a benefit to them both. Cause on the flip side, I know with like regular live television that comes on, that's on a like ABC, CBS. I like to let a few of them stack up, like the show I just talked about, East Town* on HBO. I let six of them stack before I finally press play on it.
0: Because you won't have nothing else to watch.
1: Facts. Because you've watched everything else. Yeah. But if everybody consistently does that, then then we would
0: always have something to watch.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but shout out to Blackish for eight amazing seasons. Uh, Well, season eight will be next year, but it's been a hell of a run. We don't always get one of these, but definitely goad it, bro. And finally. What's
0: happening? Because a lot of y'all have... uh, Mentioned it in the group thread. I mean, on the Facebook page. Listen, I watched it. I enjoyed Startup all three seasons of Startup. Mm. Like my nigga, this shit is
1: good as fuck. Currently God. number nine on Netflix right now in like, the U.S.
0: It came on Crackle, mm-hmm. and uh, they ain't, they been they haven't done it.
1: I think this shit is over, <laughs>
0: But see, now that everybody started watching it they might like yo. you better get the band back (laughs)
1: because
0: like it was over for a year and then they dropped it on 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 netflix the best thing you can do for some of these shows is put them on netflix yeah because who had crackle
1: yeah i i never had the app i just heard of the app recently like it went in before a startup like i heard of it about some other shit but no man uh i enjoy startup in real life
0: i feel like i knew some of these niggas yeah yeah, you know
1: I, I haven't gotten through all three seasons. Um, it gets wild. But, it, and that's, I've heard nothing but great. <laughs> it gets wild. I've literally heard all great things about this shit. So excited to uh, to finish out. But shout out to Startup, man. Apparently it's for the culture because, yeah, y'all been going crazy about that shit in the groove, man. So
0: What's so funny is like, it
1: is, but it ain't.
0: Yeah. But yeah.
1: it is. Hey, that works. <laughs> that works, dog. Before we get into the shy, man, I got some it, it ain't a Blackberry letter, um, but I got some that I want to read cuz it was, whoo, the comments on this was crazy, man. Let's so, go. we yeah. ain't did this in a long time, but when y'all hear that can crack that means your man back. Your man is really back, I promise. It uh, is, we're here. but
0: also in the studio, very close by. Shout it's, out. It's some It's some tequila, and the tequila comes from Siempre.
1: Hey, this week's Blackberry Letter is brought to you by Siempre Tequila, the official drink of this week in culture. <laughs> Give it to him one time. Uh, old English, I'm on y'all heels, though, <laughs> nigga. All right, man, so somebody posted this on Twitter, and then they took the tweet, posted it to Facebook, and the comments was crazy said, a boyfriend should never maintain a girlfriend. Only a husband maintains his wife. If your girlfriend needs maintenance, then she should ask her parents or get a job. (laughs) Too many young men are in relationships with more responsibilities than their woman's father. Mm. Now, I... The end of it, he wrapped it up beautifully. Mm. In the beginning, I was like, all right, you might be losing your audience, bro. I don't know if they're going to hear you. But that last fucking part summed it perfectly. So I read that, and I heard basically what women have been saying for years when they say don't do wifely shit for your boyfriend, nigga. Why
0: buy the cow when you get the milk for free? That was the initial statement yeah. that we heard from, yeah. her, her, from her moms. your and mom and your and grandma told you that
1: and, and then hey don't don't perform wifely duties for your boyfriend yeah so when i read his statement i said oh you basically saying like yo don't be a husband to your girl like uh, leave some room or it's kind of saying like hey let's stop playing she's not your
0: responsibility like let's like in real life let's stop playing because if we to the point where like I'm going to maintain you,
1: yeah. Because yeah. that's the key word. Yeah,
0: not hey, he buy, said maintenance. Not not buy you something. Yeah, yeah, no, get whatever, whatever. But if maintain I'm going to you. maintain you, right? How about we stop playing with each other? Mm-hmm. Is this some shit that we actually see going somewhere? Because I think we be probably we probably be in this relationship mode for yeah. too long, and we just need to cut to the chase and stop being scared.
1: And like, if this is gonna be and the go ahead, because here's do the thing, it. I know niggas personally. Who out here paying rent? Who out here paying mortgages for cribs they don't live in? Who paying utilities and buying groceries that they don't utilize? Who are paying for children that are not theirs? They're maintaining women, and again, these are situations I know of, who they have undefined relationships with. (laughs) Like you, literally just spending money, and she ain't your girlfriend. Like you don't know what she is, and you kind of scared to ask because she might hoe you.
0: Hey, listen. Uh, coming from the single man on the pod. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that we should probably be getting married more as black people. We and, should, but we scared of marriage, dog. Uh, and I think that we should just, t- 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 I'm not talking to anybody in specific. All
1: right? Yeah,
0: He ain't proposing to you. Uh, but I'm just saying, like, why, Like these long ass, we've been in a relationship for four
1: years. Like, is you going to marry this woman or not? And if you are, because here's the thing, I'm never one to put time on shit. But what's stopping you at that third and fourth and fifth year? I know motherfuckers who've been together since they was 20 some and ain't married. And I don't understand. And have children. And I don't understand it. And it's like, bro, y'all, I don't get it. I, I just don't understand it. Like, help me get it, bro.
0: I guess let me rephrase this then. Because, you know, I'm not even necessarily the proponent uh, for marriage as defined by the state of Michigan. Yeah, facts. But if this is not the person that you intend on spending the rest of your life with yeah uh like why what's the purpose? why am i maintaining you what's the purpose? i'm gonna maintain you for the next person yeah like if i'm if i'm if i'm making that big of an investment like i want to invest in you for the rest of our lives yeah. not just until one of us finds something else better to do mm-hmm. and you move on to someone else
1: like or until one of us get tired of this yeah, I don't want to do this till you get tired of this, and now you' sick of this, and you leave me. Like, what was my purpose of maintaining? What am? You, what are we doing this for? And that's what I feel like niggas ain't asking themselves enough in relationships. But it's on the man too to kind of step in and say, "Here's what we doing, and here's why we doing it." And if we ain't, if it ain't got no purpose long term, then let's stop doing this, dog. Like we gotta, as men, we gotta cut the shit if we know we ain't. Like, don't waste her time or yours, nigga. In real life, yours is valuable, bro. Don't waste it. Like, you know what? Forget her time. Think about yours. Like, why do you want to keep doing that?
0: This is a fact.
1: Like, come on, bro. Like, get out of there or get into it, nigga, and really go commit to it, dog.
0: Because if you want to be honest, then we have to have we move into a different conversation. Mm-hmm. That forget any kind of funny words or phrases or cultural things we put on it like are you paying for this woman so that the woman don't leave you mm-hmm. because if that's the case then it's not the person for you not oh. because you don't think she's worth it not because you can't afford it like are you doing these things for the sole purpose of if I don't do these things this woman is going to leave me because that's a little that's a little manipulative and that's, that's a whole nother bag that we get into
1: Um, bro let's go ahead and have that convo because I was having a convo a little yeah, about a week and a half ago Um, shout out to people who are like they like oh you should be better now I'm going to have conversations with you. I don't want to talk to y'all yet. But I was having a convo. Basically the the crux of the conversation was why don't more successful black women find successful black men? Like it started off like so many of the black women I know who are who, who, educated and got their money and got their job and got their whatever them, so so many of these black women End up uh, this, this, and this was my homegirl saying this. shit. She said, so many of her successful friends, because she's married and got kids, so many of her single successful friends have project type men, men they gotta work with, men they gotta wait on, men that are, oh, he, he fucked up now, but he trying to, or he fucked up then, he trying to fix it now, but she gotta wait till it's fixed. For oh, he in school now, but he about to be 40 in a minute, but he finally finishing up whatever school he doing, or, oh, he finally starting to open his shit. Basically, why do successful black women have to keep fucking with men who are, like, on their way, but they ain't there yet? And I said, I know a lot of successful black men who are there and who are where they want to be in life and who are doing whatever success means to them, and they single as fuck. So I'm like, where your girls at?
0: Well, I guess the question is, like, what does one thing have to do with the other? Hmm.
1: Hmm. So... And what, does, what do you call success? <clears throat> so then the conversation turned into money, which it always leans into. It never fucking ain't about some money when you're having these combos with some folks. So I said, well, if we're talking about money only as success, that's the measurement. And a lot of successful black men and successful black women don't want to be with one another because they can't control one another because then in both of these cases, a lot of men with money like to control the women who don't have it. That's why they do the tricking and the spending and the, hey, I'm paying for this, I'm paying for that because I like to control you. I like to be able to dictate when you come in and when you go out. That's why I pay your rent. I like to be able to dictate where you going. That's why I bought your car. Hey, I bought you that purse. What the fuck you think you want? I bought them shoes. Where you walking to? That's what a lot of men with money do. Not all, but a lot. A lot of women with money like to be the breadwinner because mm, nigga, I'm better than you, I don't gotta deal with this. I'm better than you, I don't gotta do this. I don't gotta talk to you, I don't gotta, gotta I ain't gotta put up with this shit. I don't gotta communicate well with you. Nigga, I got the bread. So listen,
0: um, all that shit is cap. So if you wanna go over to uh, blackdemographics.com, mm-hmm. um you can see um the median household uh weekly earnings mm. from black mm-hmm to all races. Mhm. So, we in the 25 and older for men category, for men $901 a week. A week. Mhm. Black men. For all races $1154 a week. Mm. For women $803.
1: Black women? Yes,
0: for black women. Gotcha. For all women $941. Mm. Femme, there's roughly $200 difference between the black household and the white. And the white one. one. And there's about a hundred dollar difference between the man and, and the a woman. woman. In real life, all y'all niggas make the same amount of money. Facts. And when you keep talking about all oh, my friends, you could have, you could be the exception to the rule. Mm-hmm. And all of your friends are the exception to the rule. Or what's more than likely happening is you have an inflated sense of what mm-hmm. your friend makes for a living. Yeah. And this ain't enough money for anybody to have a conversation about yo, we shouldn't be together. Because what you should be focuses on is how I said before, are you doing right by me? Man. Forget you how respect much respect me. Because I would assume that anybody you dating lives on their own. Yeah. They they somehow they manage to pay for their car, yeah, their home or whatever. We're not talking about nobody that's out here in poverty, right? Mm-mm. You, you talk about somebody that you're in a relationship with who who lives by themselves. They can maintain themselves. Yeah. And if you're maintaining yourself, this person is maintaining themselves. If you guys come together and only have to maintain one household, I don't think this is a real issue. But it's a television issue. It's a, it's it's a social one-off. media issue. Yeah. But like if you want to put value on, yo, this person make I make $11,000 more than this person. He's not on my level. Y'all yeah. niggas on the same level. And it's y- about a twenty thousand dollar difference, or twenty five to thirty thousand dollar difference for the next level. Yeah. When niggas who can look at you and say you're not on my, le-. it's not. We are focusing on the wrong thing. Can we?
1: Can we keep it a buck? It's time to keep it a buck out here. I lived in Atlanta for ten years. There are a lot of wealthy people, black people in Atlanta, wealthy. I mean, upwards six, seven figures or more. There are a lot of them out there. Guess what else exists out there? Probably in the majority. A lot of niggas who ain't wealthy. It's plenty of them. I was one of them. But boy, did I look like I had it. Because guess what? Had a good apartment. Had a good car. Had a Benz and a really nice fucking updated apartment. Guess what? You don't need wealth to get a Benz and a nice apartment. These things aren't required. Like, I didn't need to make a million dollars to get a Mercedes and a nice crib. You don't. You don't need that. All you need is some fucking straight credit and... And, nigga, <laughs> nigga, if your credit ain't bad, all you need is a down payment. Like I know, up, some, I know some businesses in the hood. Fam, I know plenty. I know niggas with the newest uh, Escalade right now who's sitting in front of a fucking project. Like, these things are mirages, dog. Like, they aren't real. I lived in Atlanta for 10 years, and I looked like I was living exactly like the wealthy niggas who live in Atlanta. None of that matters. Because when you get down to it, when I was dating, did I respect the woman I was dating? Was I really interested in that woman? Was I trying to build with that woman? If none of that existed, it ain't matter how much bread I had. Because if I respected her and I was interested in her, I made whatever money I had stretched to where I needed to stretch it for me to date her, and none of that money mattered, nigga. It ain't matter what my situation was. She going to eat. I'm going to take her out. We going to do fun shit. We going to get to know one another, and that's just that. The money don't fucking matter, and I hate that black folks, and I'm only talking about black folks because I only care about black people. Shout out to all our other listeners, but, like, black people are my concern. This is the culture that I'm most concerned about because it's me. We put so much emphasis on fucking money that we lose all the other shit. Nick, you with a rich nigga who don't respect you. You with a girl who, she bad as fuck, but she fucking hates you, nigga. Like, she despises you, and she uses you for your money. Nigga. Boy, they did a number on us. Boy. Women, men and women. Like,
0: the the lack of resources for so long now we do and spend money on so much shit myself included um not necessarily to make others feel bad yeah. but a lot of times you buying shit because it puts you in a different social class Man. and you don't want to be looked at as i'm on the same level with these people
1: weird and and when i say i'm only talking to black people about this i mean this dog yes i know white people asian people everyone cares about money but black people, we put our self-worth into it, dog. We put our self-worth. Yo, nigga, I deserve. We put
0: the 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 future of our nation on hold for it. Man. Because ultimately, there are people out here that are compatible, that should be together, that will make a perfect mm-hmm. family. Um, but because of these um, groups that we have on social media yeah. and everything like that, these two people are never going to come together because of of perception.
1: Man, and with, it's funny now, you think about social media and how it's impacted the whole perception of money and what that should mean for a person's worthiness of a relationship. And then you look at the word socioeconomics and it's like, whoa.
0: You know what's interesting? Nigga. We blame a lot of stuff on social media, right? Mm-hmm. Nigga, we are social media. Like everybody who you say, yeah. When you say social, we all talk, it's we, us, nigga. We all friends. It's on us. The, we all friends on the same. All these different. We apps. dictated. Oh, I got the same friends on Instagram yep. that I, that I got on Twitter that I got on Facebook. I mean, give or take, you know what I'm saying. But like, we we are at social media. So when we blame everything on social media, then we really blaming ourselves. Yeah, it's. I tell you this. Uh. We, we say this shit all the time. Yeah. yo, know, I ain't never looked at a person and thought about what they was going to be in the future. Man. Like, I just want you for who you are right, right now, now at this moment.
1: Your potential ain't got shit to do with where we at right now. Because if we can't get there, then it don't matter. Which
0: begs another question or statement that mm-hmm. women always tell us is incorrect. Mm-hmm. That a man um, does not receive love unless he has... A monetary value mm-hmm. assessment. And they would tell him, no, no. It ain't like it that. It ain't like that. Mm-hmm. I dated somebody who didn't have the money, but will you again?
1: Yeah. And, hey, nigga, you did that, and then it changed your entire perception of men moving forward. So, no, you won't again. They're going to answer the J question.
0: And guess what? If that's the case, I'm okay with that. Gender roles exist. Yeah, In my facts, life, they facts. do. So, you know, however... If we gonna be we if we gonna be beholden to different gender Man. roles, you understand? You got the it, it works
1: both and ways, and that's that's why I hate. Cause here's the thing: I don't worry about your gender role. Let me worry about mine. That's a fact. I'm gonna make sure you taken care of. You ain't gonna want for shit. But don't tell me, cause when I get to telling you shit, it come off weird. Oh, you're misogynist, and it come off misogynistic, and I'm not gonna do that because I don't want to sound like that's me. But nigga, so when the
0: man tells a woman what she should do because he's a woman, it's misogyny. Yeah. What is it when a woman tells a man what he should do because he's a man? What is? Is there a word for that?
1: Misogyny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but like in real life, no, no jokes. But is <laughs> no, there... really
1: I I don't think so. Though. <laughs> like because if it is, I don't know. It. And me and you know a lot of fucking words.
0: Yeah. Man. Because they're. I mean, they say you're a misogynist. A woman supposed to cook and clean and blah say, blah blah. Okay, but if if what's the word for when a woman tells a man what you should do because you're a man? Cause I man. hear a lot of women telling men how to be men, and then the second a man tells a woman anything about being a woman is
1: man. Fam, one minute ago we had all the men and the women on it. They was loving the combo. One minute later, right now having this combo, they hated it. We massage this nigga that quick. Cause now just cause we're asking what is that called? Nigga? Well, like, I
0: haven't said what you should or shouldn't yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, but no, I just it don't matter. know what it's it don't called. Matter.
1: It don't matter. The same way that all day long up and down social media is a real man should, a real man is, a real man this, a real man that. A man might be like, I love women with natural skin, no makeup. Nigga, quit telling women what to do. Whoa. I, I Listen, said, I love you for you? My nigga. I love uh, you how uh, God
0: made you? What's not that, how Maybelline did. What's that light skinned nigga with the purple di- the, the, the purple devil, uh, who got the TV show on Revolt? Oh
1: shit, uh, Justin LaWoy. Yeah, yeah. He,
0: po- he posted some shit the other day. That it baffled me. Yeah. Um, he said, I mean, it was a meme. So I won't yeah, say he yeah, said, yeah, but still, uh, just for lack of a better term, the post said, "Don't let a man tell you you not wifey material or some shit like that." Like
1: oh. Because the mom, I know. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I'm like, wait a minute.
0: No, men do decide who's wifey material. Yeah. Because yeah. men are the ones who we propose. propose for
1: marriage. We propose.
0: Like there is no other way-
1: We're literally told that you're not a man if you let your woman propose to you. So
0: like, men do 100% um, a man determines what is quote unquote wifey material for him.
1: Men make their woman their wives, right? Yeah, Like I propose to my woman And make her my wife She doesn't propose to me And I make her my wife I wish my girl would Shorty I wish fuck you would We'll fight right now As soon as you get on your knee I'm uh, tripping you to the other knee So
0: y'all equal Y'all not equal Cause it can't be both ways
1: So here's I posted something the other day
0: But I just want Like Yeah yeah The the absurdity I I understand it Like a a person shouldn't tell you What you are worth Right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But like We gonna use actual words And definitions But like when it comes to Wife or marriage, the man proposes to the woman, he chooses who he feels he wants to be married, and if you're not he literally chooses. Yeah. But it was positioned in a way, and I think my biggest issue right now is that men are constantly pit against women. Yep. And women are constantly pit against, against men. men, black men and black women. Specifically. And I just I just want us to stop fighting because men need women and women need men. We Here's, need each other. So I think there's this whole movement of you don't need no man, you don't need this, you don't need that. That is a underlay for the overplay to just to help separate the black family. Yeah. You need a man and that man needs you.
1: So I posted the other day. First of all, yes to everything you just said. Second of all, with regard to men and women being, black men and women specifically, being pitted against one another, the battle of the sexes exists because we don't want it not to. Like, we continue the fucking battle all the time. And here's a perfect example of it. I posted the other day on Facebook another post that I saw. I just shared it because I thought it was written perfectly. Woman and man weren't created to be equal. They were created for balance. Facts. Yin and fucking yang. We not equal, we compatible. One side and the other side. We not equal, we compatible. It don't gotta be one plus one equals two, nigga. It is motherfucking... This, go with this, and one. it fucking makes sense, nigga. Man, the comments.
0: <sighs> so listen, I'm gonna use that exact same analogy. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna use a very similar analogy. We just got finished talking about your button,
1: right? Facts.
0: A lot of people... Um, we're upset with Joe because Joe, this is not literal. Mm-hmm. But the feeling was, Joe, you think you are the podcast. Mm-hmm. and All three of y'all make up while mm-hmm. we listen to this. So you're not as Perfect. you're not more important. You're just as important because all three of you guys make up yeah. what we were listening to. Yeah. The same thing goes for in a relationship. Man, Someone may be 40, 60 one day, 60, yeah. but it's both of y'all together what's important. It don't matter who is contributing to an extent. Yeah. But, like, the whole thing is, once we come together, you make that whole.
1: Fam, so I said, because some of the comments when I posted that were fucking nuts. So I said, no, it's literally yin and yang. We aren't equal. We're balanced. And somebody said, yin and yang, I hate niggas, by the way, yin and yang are the same size. That's equal. I said, one is black, one is white. One is north, one is south, one is east, one is west. Like, they're not equal, nigga. They just make it whole, dog. Like, I don't care that they're drawing the same fucking size. The reason that they piece together well is because they're balanced, nigga. We're fuck. Huh. To your point about the podcast, I actually love that analogy. Yes, Joe, in that sense, he did provide a lot of the money. He provided a lot of ideas. He provided a lot of the business part of that. But, nigga... The podcast was successful
0: because... Here's here's a So I'm one half of This Week in Culture. Facts. I'm one half of Shop Talk Podcast. Facts. Two very successful podcasts. Facts. So since I'm a common denominator, fuck it. I'm going to do my own and it's going to have the exact same numbers. No, nigga, that's not how it works. (laughs) It's the combination of me and Dame's energy or me and Ant's energy. It's
1: not just... It ain't just Jay bringing what Jay brings, and he's one half, and when you bring the—and here's the thing. You could put another half in this weekend culture. It might not work. Why? Because it ain't just half and half, nigga. It don't work that way. <laughs> like, dog. And that's—relationships aren't just fucking, yo, you the man, you the woman, man— you provide all the things, woman, you just sit there and be beautiful and accept all the things and then that's how this works. No, nigga, we need to feed into one another, dog. If we not balanced, if we out of sync, people use all these fucking keywords nowadays and shit. Oh, oh the energy is in the balance and the sync and the, that and that. But y'all not the, living that divide. The divides.
0: intersection of. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> y'all not living that way in y'all relationships, dog. To say, if I hear intersectionality. No, the out. intersectionality is really it, nigga. And then Yo, while I seen a nigga. I hate when niggas try to be deep on the internet. Niggas spell intersectionality, but spelled sex, s e x chenality. Nigga, he thought he was gonna get some pussy hey, off the word. That's, nigga. The, that's, the, that's the URL. The intersex if you in you nah, he, he tried to grand rising him with the intersectionality dog. He
0: tried to qp the <laughs> nigga. all that shit mean the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Y'all don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. What <laughs> you got to be? A QP versus QP. Oh, type in <laughs> QP versus QP on YouTube, okay? And then you'll get it
1: all. <laughs> don't fuck with Smack. <laughs> anyway, man. But no, dog. I, I think that the whole... Just men and women battling and being against one another and, and come like we're not helping at all. We're, we're doing ourselves a disservice. We wonder why we're behind. Because here's the thing. All these battles and all this little off-kilter shit, what it does is it sets us up where now, okay, none of our fucking emotional and like mental and spiritual needs are being met. So then we feed the carnal part of it. The carnal part of it gets fed fed, and now we have a child. Now you've bore this seed Out of nothing else but fucking carnal attraction. It was nothing but lust, sex, whatever. We know that's a sin. We know that ain't right. We know we can't build off that.
0: I know why niggas... (laughs)
1: <laughs> man not
0: niggas I know why they say that shit was the sin of the bible now yeah. maybe just to scare your dumb ass because we already know this shit don't work it don't fucking work maybe like but the y'all whole, listen the whole y'all shouldn't stop fucking until y'all married fuck what? basically until you've picked the one that you are gonna actually be with we man. don't want y'all making kids cause this gonna fuck everything up
1: dog and yet We continue to fucking bear children, dog. I'm seeing fucking women I know blast their baby fathers recently, dog. Like, publicly just going in on their baby father. And I'm looking at them like, you think that's going to make him be a better dad? You embarrassing him by putting your business on Facebook and Instagram? No, nigga, it's going to make him fucking be even worse, lean into his bullshit even more. And now you got to go to the court for everything you need for that kid. Cause now he don't trust telling you nothing, cause you blasting and posting it on the internet. It's just bad, dog. Like I don't, I don't want to fight. We don't, we and we shouldn't have to, bro. I'm getting out this
0: game, man. And, I, and once I get out, I'm never coming back. Jay, what
1: I told you, <laughs> I'm getting out and I'm never coming back. I'm I went on you. one day with Shorty. I came in and told Jay immediately, I'm out the game. <laughs> and I fact. said this shit factually. This is a fact. We recorded that next day. I went out with her Sunday. We recorded Monday. I said, yeah, I'm done, nigga. Last night. I was finished. And, yep, along the way, it's going to be bumps and bruises, dog. But when you make that decision that you got to get the fuck out, it's because these streets is ugly, nigga. They are horrific, dog. I don't want to be out here this morning. Like, it's it's, huh, it's, bad. Like, when I talk to my friends and I, I hear about their dating experience, men and women, I just be like, are you fucking serious, nigga? Like, God damn, dog, that's what's going on in the streets? When I see some of my friend's um, baby's mother or father's, I'll be like, damn, you had a kid with that motherfucker? Like, he or she is not a good person, nigga. I be like, wondering, like, why'd you have sex with this person? How'd you get naked with them? Like, you really got dressed, looked at them, and said, like, you know what? I'd be like, Raleigh. oh, she, he, he left his
0: pants on, huh? Wow. Wow. <laughs>
1: he left his pants well, had on. To. Had to. Had to. Had Fam, to. Fam, I, I literally, I saw my homegirl post her husband. Her husband. They are married. Posted her husband the other day and his mistress all in their story. Because she found some pictures or whatever. And, nigga, the whole story was just him and, her, him and her, him and her, him and her, him and her. To the point I was like, damn, nigga, is that like family? Because they weren't doing anything at first. And then it started to get intimate toward, like, the later pics. And I was like, ooh. And then she was like, yeah, I'm done with this nigga, da, da, da. And I'm like, yo, that and is not how you handle that.
0: And your, your friends going to call you a fool when you end up back with them.
1: Oh, nigga, now they right back lit. It's lit. It's lit. It like, literally you know. was lit about a week later. So so I just—I I hate that we feel like we have to argue, fuss, and fight, especially publicly, because that's where we do it. We got to embarrass one another, and that shit is just whack to me. It's corny, and it don't do nothing for the balance, no. this yin and yang shit. So I don't even know how we got there, man, but that was fucking great talk. Um, Real quick, we was talking about fucking Godfather Harlem earlier, and I saw the godfather of the podcast, Rob Silva, sent us a fucking voice note about Godfather Harlem last week. So I just want to throw this in there real quick before we get to talking about the shy Uh, Rob. What up, man? Miss hearing you dog. I don't know if you watched the shy or not was Rob. Fucking with the shy last year? I can't remember if he was... Uh, he just ta- Yeah, I think so. Okay, all right. Well, Rob, if you into the shy, man, would love to get your feedback on the weekly. We back for the weeklies. If you're not into the shy, nigga, hey, just send us some fucking weekly uh, what's going on in Rob life shit, nigga. The fans want to hear it from you. listeners want to know what's up. But what's
0: going on at the local bodega?
1: Facts, man. Tell me about poppy at the, the bodega. The Rob Report. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> got <him> the fucking <laughs> Rob <laughs> report every yeah. week, man. Um, Rob Silver sent the Godfather Harlem note. Here we go.
2: What's up, fellas? And I hope you are mending well and almost back to being 100%. This voice note is about Godfather of Harlem. The acting by Vincent D'Onofrio, Giancarlo Esposito, Nigel Thatch, and Forrest Whitaker are top tier, incredible actors playing incredible historical figures. Um, The only negative about this show is the clown that's playing Muhammad Ali. After watching Eli Gorey slay and body Ali like no one else in One Night in Miami, I can't see anybody else playing Ali. And the guy playing Ali, he's horrible, period. (laughs) Fellas, enjoy your week coming up. I don't know when you're going to air the next episode, but looking forward to it because I missed this fucking show. Man. Talk to you brother soon
1: My man Man that's love I
0: got My a lot man. of those texts actually
2: Hey man Um,
1: and, and here's the thing yo Sometimes life will make you reset And just sort of you know Take a step back Take a little break Figure shit out We was doing this podcast a lot We used to pride ourselves on being Mr. 2 and 3 podcast a week Coming in this month And we, we gonna get back to that when the material is here But I really looked at it this time around, man, like, you know what, dog? I'd rather give them quality. And I knew I wasn't 100%. I never wanted to come in here and short y'all. The two podcasts we were able to do was two good-ass podcasts. And I was glad we was. But had we given y'all one in the middle, it might have been shit because I ain't have it in me, man. And I really didn't want to get back to these weeklies till I knew I could do that with y'all. So um, salute to all the well wishes, everybody who was patient with me and Jay while we figured this shit back out. And fortunately, the timing lined up that we did get a show to come back with the weeklies, man.
0: I will mention one other thing about Godfather or Harlem. What's happening? Um, I think the gentleman who plays Malcolm X does a really good job.
1: Fantastic job. One critique. What's up? He talks too slow.
0: Mm. Malcolm do not talk that slow in everything
1: he does. It's a draw on everything.
0: Yeah. Yeah, And I get what he's trying to do. Yeah. And like in that one particular scene, it may work, but like film. I've listened to well. I listened to Malcolm. <laughs> I've listened to Malcolm a lot. Mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. he don't talk that slow all the time. Yeah, like I want him to 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 be a little bit,
1: pick it up a little bit on the dialect. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I I get that, and like I, I know exactly what you're saying yeah. too. Um, um, but to Rob's point though, um, we some got posted. It it seemed to always get circulated in the group um, on Facebook. But every time it come up, I'm to salute him, Giancarlo Esposito. And Jeffrey Wright, Jeffrey Wright, um, Jeffrey Wright—not on *Godfather* Harlem, but when we mentioned Giancarlo, that's what made me think of this post. Um, it's a post that always goes around on our group. Those two men are legends. I think I—they're I, I two mean, of the best people acting ever. I think Jeffrey Wright, my
0: favorite. Artist. I started watching. I'm never mad at it, bro. I started watching um, *Westworld*
1: again. Okay, um, from season one, yeah, I would yeah. need to do that to wash uh, the last two seasons out of my mind because I haven't been a fan. They kind of they got They went a little too far left for me, dog.
0: Believe it or not, that was in the original though.
1: But see, that's the original. I don't know. It was something different in the first couple of seasons that I like really rocked with. Facts. And then I don't know. It was maybe it was the addition of Lena. I don't know. They threw Lena in
0: there. And Marshawn Lynch is like, what? It's a a weird pairing.
1: Hey, man. Uh,
0: It's a weird pairing.
1: But no, man, Jeffrey Wright, killer, dog. I'm catching
0: so much shit that I didn't pick up from watching it on season one again, dog. It's like,
1: oh, shit, I I get what you're saying. He's different. Mm. Um, Giancarlo Esposito, if you don't watch uh, Hello, or what's that? Saul better call Saul yeah if you don't watch better call Saul then you you might have forgotten about how dope his character was on Breaking Bad um but to get the backstory on his character on better call Saul it's like bro man this man is a motherfucking brilliant actor like shout out to both of them man they two undisputed legends and listen man I'll
0: be honest with you too though yeah Paul Whitaker is a good actor. He's a great actor. A great actor. Um I kinda wish I had a younger Bumpy Johnson.
1: I said that season one.
0: Cause though he is like His force, he's killing this role. The fight scene between him and like fam, this old ass, like no. Yeah. I wanted a younger, like I wanted a younger. Because just, just some of the yeah. some of the scenes get, get pulled off a little. Bit differently, not better, yeah. or, but like yeah, just different,
1: different. something else it yeah. can give me a different look at it, man it's like, yo, like to to Rob's point we've gotten mad Muhammad Ali's but then when you get a Muhammad Ali that feels good, and you see sort of the different way that you could do Muhammad Ali it kind of makes it hard to like unsee it, dog what if, what if they got Lawrence Fishburne again? Whew. like he's still old enough to play him and Lawrence Fishburne is still active and like he in great shape. Like he can do Bumpy Johnson, no problem. He already played Bumpy. Johnson. Already played him. You know, it's what I'm an saying? easy character. to pick up like, one. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, and
0: but I don't. I, I, that doesn't no, mean not
1: taking anything that away. From Forrest Forrest Whitaker. isn't
0: doing a great job.
1: Forest Whitaker doing a great job. Um, and Forrest, Forrest Whitaker's Whitaker doing a great enough job that I was actually surprised because I'm not the biggest Forrest Whitaker fan. I'm not always saluted his acting ability, but I'm like, eh, you're a little too.
0: He's a weird dude.
1: Little too much for me well, in me, most roles. Let me rephrase that. Yeah, that he's a, a, no he's very avant garde. He, he, he he
0: he's definitely out of certain
1: quirks. Yeah, um, he's a he's a very unorthodox actor. Um, more so than like a normal method actor.
0: You seen him when he was on The Breakfast
1: Club? Yes, definitely a different. He, you know who he is? He's old Lakeith Stanfield. Mm. Where it's like, no, you are great, and I acknowledge that. You're a great fucking actor, but you're odd, bro.
0: You put LaKeith on the great category? Man, LaKeith is
1: great, man. LaKeith is great. He he got some shit in his belt. I'm told niggas, go back, check great. his catalog. He, pretend, he young. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do we so, want to go great? Yet? No, no, no. But I'm saying just in general, like, both of these niggas, like, y'all can act. That was my point Fact. with that. Okay. Like, yeah, like, you be acting, but it's just like... You an odd cat, bro. Like, and hey, it's a lot of odd cats that be acting, nigga. So I'm not saying that as a bad thing. It's just like, you different.
0: He a really good actor. You different.
1: Yeah. Um and Forrest Whitaker, like I said, I'm never taking he's a legend in his own right. Never taking were, anything away. I just
0: I'ma start I'ma start choosing my words correctly, though. Yeah. Man. Cause if I talk about Jeffrey. Uh-huh. Um, John Espiel. Giancarlo Esposito. Him. Yeah. Uh or Denzel. hmm Um, like these niggas is great. hmm I don't go them three and be like Lakeith. Should I don't or, go them three and be like Forrest. You know what I'm saying? Um, well, I don't know.
1: Forrest is right on the cusp.
0: Cause Forrest, when he did uh what was that movie? From from he played the the dictator from like Rwanda or something. Yeah.
1: Um uh Edie, I mean. Yeah, Edie. I said yeah. Rwanda. <laughs> Shout out to our African listeners, man. Oh, shit. We know y'all out there, and you know. Don't stop listening now, <laughs> nigga. Don't stop <laughs> <Too believing>. late, <laughs> nigga. Don't stop believing. Don't stop believing. Man, when he was Mad Dog <laughs> in Jason's Mad Dog was great, but oh. I also thought Mad Dog fit who I think Forrest Whitaker is regularly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like. Forrest
0: Whitaker's a really good actor.
1: Yeah, man. Um,
0: like, I. I want to put Daniel Kaluuya in the great, right? Yeah. Because I I think I've seen it, but like if we gonna still talk, need to see more, though. if we gonna think about historically yeah. over time, yep. I gotta put him in the really really good. I I hey. can't say great yet, even though we have got great
1: performances. Acting isn't like rap, right? Like yeah. with rap, Biggie died in two albums, and I'm absolutely comfortable calling him a great. Why? Because no matter what, in them two albums, nigga, I got enough. To make that decision. In acting, you take a bad role that doesn't suit what you're capable of doing or what you're best at. You could fuck your whole trajectory up with a bad role in acting. Shit. Jamie Foxx, when he won uh, the Oscar for Ray, they brought out a movie a few months later called Stealth that had been made two years prior. Mm -hmm. And sat on the shelves. But now that he won an Oscar, eh, released Stealth. And it fucked up Jamie's numbers for a minute.
0: Jamie, he's really doing the the Mike, the Mike Tyson shit. Mm-hmm. I thought
1: like you know they've been talking about it
0: for years. He's really actually he's actually yeah. bulking up and trying to, to play do it. him. Yeah, that's gonna bring him back if he does that right.
1: Yo, if that first of all, I think he will do it right, and if he does that right, that's gonna be an amazing thing. Speaking of Mike Tyson, and I want to make sure I look this up, and then we get into the shy, but I want to get this name right. Um, Mike Tyson has a special coming on ABC, and I just saw last night um, the preview for it, and it looks fucking amazing. Yes. It comes on tomorrow, Tuesday. So when y'all hear this, this will come on tonight. Um, It's called Mike Tyson, The Knockout, and it's a four-hour documentary series on the life of Mike Tyson, and that shit looked amazing, dog.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, that was a really good commercial. I thought they was about to give us
1: um, all three mics. Yep. Hopefully they do. Because like, the wh- way they started it was, yo, in the 80s, like three black men ruled the world. Michael Jordan, Michael Jackson, and Mike Tyson.
0: And if they had <laughs> black people in the room yeah. when they was doing that, you would have had Biggie Anyone, Mike Jordan, you know what I'm saying? Jordan and Tyson, Jackson, action. Ax- but like they, 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 they didn't know.
1: Yeah, they yeah. didn't know. They, you know, this is why you need us in the room. And before that, it's that a diversity and inclusion. Victory
0: would have been the the
1: the music to that would have played beautifully. Anyone, come on, man. Nigga. Yeah, like come on, we perform like Mike, nigga. Anyone, Tyson, Jordan, Jackson. Man, yeah, that would have been beautiful. But Mike Tyson, The Knockout, premieres Tuesday, tonight, the 25th, um, on ABC. Check that out. Four-part documentary. I'm fucking excited about it, dog. That's my man's.
0: When I was a kid, I used to look like Mike Tyson.
1: Um, <laughs> That's my, just a wild, little transition,
0: dog. And I used to have a little part of my hair in tension, yeah. too. And, um, for, to all my family in um, Tennessee... Mm-hmm. In Ohio, we would go down there every Christmas, uh, 4th of July, Thanksgiving or whatever, whatever. Or Thanksgiving and 4th of July. Okay. They all called me Mike Tyson. <laughs> like, that was my, my, growing up, my name yeah. was Mike Tyson. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, being a little kid, um, growing up in the 80s, everybody loved Mike Tyson. Yeah. But the fact that my family called me Mike Tyson, <laughs> like, You couldn't tell me shit about Mike Tyson. It's probably why he's one of my favorite people of all time. And that's probably why I thought I could fight so good.
1: So ironically, um, I just used to do Mike Tyson's voice like really well when I was younger. Seventh, eighth grade. Um, So all the cats from the neighborhood called me Tyson because I would just run up on niggas talking like Mike Tyson for no reason, like just being goofy on the bus and shit. And um, niggas called me Tyson. And to this day, if I'm running to anybody from 8 Mile in Wyoming, 8 Mile in Myers, um, 8 Mile in Mendota area, they're going to be like, oh, shit, Tyson, what up, nigga? And that's just what it is, nigga. And you got to. You just gotta acknowledge it, dog. <laughs> like now they call you Fifty Tyson. Yeah, like facts, nigga. <laughs> 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 All right, man. Let's get into it, yo. Shout out to everybody who uh who listening for the shy who sat through that. I got an hour and a half of love. Yeah, um, we not doing two. No, we not splitting these. So you want the shy only? You get with us. You gotta with, go. Somewhere. hey, man, like get with the team and get rolled over, nigga. Um, the shy is back.
0: Yes, season five of Power <laughs> is back.
1: <laughs> what season is this? Four. Who, oh, shit. Who shot JR? <laughs> hey, so why they do that to start? I literally was like, we going there. Oh. We went right to go, nigga. Oh, shit. These At niggas, least they started with the shot, and we ain't had a buildup of we know he going to get shot. Uh, and we waiting wish. on it. The,
0: they want to be season five of Power so bad. Yo, uh,
1: <laughs> I will say this. Before we get into any um any slander or any just jokes, cause here's the, I actually didn't think this was a bad episode. We getting, um, jokes. But before we get the jokes off, I will say this: this episode was shot really well. I enjoyed how it was shot. They had great angles of Chicago, like nighttime shy, skyline shit. They was doing really like dope angles on the characters and the actors and sh- like they shot it really. They were doing like different camera shit, which I was like, I see them trying to make this look like a more serious show. But the issue is when you do the camera more seriously, I need you to do the script more seriously too and quit playing, dog. Um, I'm not who you think I am. Fan, why did he do that so <laughs> dramatically? Yo, dude that might be the most dramatic <laughs> motherfucking in the world. I think you Bane, nigga. What <laughs> 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 the fuck? He about to take over the stadium, motherfucker. <laughs> Oh, that nigga leaned dead no. and Tracy here and said, I'll beat your motherfucking ass.
0: I was like, God damn, nigga. This is a 70s porno. That shit, papa,
1: i thought it was going to burn, ticka,
0: bam, Oh, like.
1: shit. Hold up. Not I think you bang. Let me write that down. Um, I'm thinking I'm beating me. Uh, um, all right. Let me ask <laughs> Larry you. Larry Hoover. <laughs> literally. No. All right, Jay, let me ask you a question. Real question, dog. Because you, you bringing up that scene makes me think of something that makes made me think this question I'm going to ask you. Why is Lena Waithe so infatuated with sex? <laughs> like, she is sexualizing every moment that she can, dog. If I told you the reason why I would get canceled. Oh, man, it's one of them. Damn
0: it. And not even on some joking shit. Damn it. But I would, yeah. I would, I would 100% yeah. get canceled.
1: I don't get... This and we talked about. But it I last don't care year. about
0: cancellations. Hey, it's
1: our podcast. <laughs> with y'all, Hey, CM no. shut up. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> fucking tequila, man. Hey, blame it on the. <laughs> blame it on the. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no, nah, don't blame it on CM Pre. Blame it on a uh, uh, Patron.
0: Blame it on Bud White. Bud Light <laughs> Seltzer. Yeah,
1: hey, which is this? Is kind of disgusting. So the um, I I was gonna call him a homeless man and until he bought me these, but uh, a man. <laughs> this
0: nigga ain't brought some liquor that a homeless man gave yeah. him So time.
1: a man playing the guitar in front of the liquor store I went to. I didn't even go to get liquor because I wasn't really going to drink anything, but I went to get an energy drink because I was a little tired, and a man who was playing the guitar out in front of the liquor store, he went in there and uh, he was buying these two Bud Light seltzer drinks that we were drinking, and he asked me if I ever had them, and I told him no, and then he paid for mine, and then he instructed me to go grab him two more from the back, which I figured was the least I could do. So, um, this week's uh, can crack was brought to y'all by the man playing the guitar in front of the gas station. But he could play the hell out the guitar. But I for sure was ready to call doggy a bum. And then he bought me a drink, and I was like, oh shit, nigga. Hey, salute, bro. You have five bucks. So, anyway, man. Um, yeah, Lena Waithe. Sexualizes moments that don't necessarily call for sexualization, and it just it's it makes things more awkward than they need to be. Like the scenes with Duda, I'm never calling him Mayor Perry, but with Duda and Tracy, have you ever ventured off to his real life Instagram page? Yeah, it's a weird nigga. Though. He's an odd cat, but then it's funny because having them look like they finna hook up on the show. Um, the actress that plays Tracy, anytime she's ever posted like a story or a picture with him, she be looking like she is ready to jump dog bones, nigga. And I'm like, I don't know if they getting off in real life or if he just like the only cat on the the cast that ain't like 20 or younger, nigga. But she... Ronnie's gone. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Reggie gone.
0: Hey, I was just wondering. Yo, <laughs> Tracy, crazy. can I have some ass? <laughs> can I get a little piece of ass? <laughs> where, where that nigga daddy at now? <laughs> that nigga daddy ain't come to the funeral to repass? Nigga uh, ain't come down to smoke? Yo, and to Ronnie shit. ain't get no funeral,
1: dog. <laughs> <That nigga> Ronnie <laughs> and Miss Ethel dead and ain't get no funeral. Yeah, that's that's uh, f- So we got Reggie, Ronnie, and Miss Ethel ain't get no funeral, dog. <laughs> yo, Lena doesn't respect her cast. Yeah, um, but anyway. That's how it is in this show. Fast. So the episode, first of all, (laughs) let's rank it before we get into it. No. No, we got to rank it first. (laughs) Uh, We got to rank it, man. What you giving it, dog? I'm
0: going to give it a pair of
1: Puerto Romano's. Oh, you going that low? i give it two and a half wires, man. It's not that high. I know, but it's, it's <laughs> another point that, it ain't no woods. Yeah, it ain't no woods, it ain't no buffs and ain't no white. No, Puerto is the
0: two. That, huh? No, Puerto Mato's is the one. Why is the oh, two? Why yeah. is the two? I'll give it some
1: wires. Yeah, I I give it two and a half wires. So we giving it, you know, it, it was cool. It was cool. I wasn't mad at it. It hey, I will say this, it looked better than last year. One episode, we it's plenty of chances to things hey, listen, to go I, the bad way, but we'll, we'll get into it. Um, but the episode started off very powerly. Um, it had the Otis Redding plan, which is fire, by which the way. it was. I was ready.
0: I've been downloaded the the best of Redding, yeah. Otis
1: Wedding album. But here's the thing. Um, shout out to Hov and Kanye for what they did with that man. That was and then called the it Otis,
0: the complete and unbelievable, the Otis
1: Redding Dictionary of Soul. There you go. So when the episode start, we got a montage of shit. Happening to the Otis Ray. We got Kevin. That's what we should have started this fucking episode with. We'll end it with it. Play that shit uh on the on a go-out. So we got Kevin walking around in a tux looking for something or somebody, right? We don't know immediately what he's looking for. But he got his head on the swivel. He running around this big room. You imagine with him at a tuck in a tux, they probably had a Either a school gala or something related to the fucking mayor. Something, nigga. A dance. You don't know, dog. And then they show Duda. He's the mayor now. He's just on the roof, smoking a cigar, having a drink. He looked like he alone on the roof initially. And then we see uh, Keisha giving a home birth. It's her, her mama, Dre. Who I'm, st- I'm never gonna not be mad at Dre. Sorry, it ain't even nothing to do with the actress no more. It's just your inclusion was one of the most wildly unexplained, unnecessary things that's ever happened in TV. Dog.
0: She popped out like light skin Aunt-, Aunt-, Aunt Viv, but fam. But like, did and it? No one ever explained where the other lady went.
1: Man, but like, here's the thing: new Aunt Viv came in and was still Aunt Viv. You came in and was Dre, and the other lady was Karen, and she was married to your wife, who you get married to when they introduced me to you. and apparently it's only been a year. <laughs> What is happening, dog? But um, Keisha giving birth to her child. Um, remember, she got pregnant last season uh, from the abductor. Um, so we see her giving a home birth. She in the pool. She doing that. We see Emmett locked in a bathroom, sweating, crying, look like he panicking. Somebody beating on the door. Somebody beating on the bathroom door, shaking the handle, trying to get in there. We don't know what that is or who that is.
0: You see um, Lala and... Uh, and uh, Tiffany, Dom,
1: Dom and Tiffany yeah, um,
0: look at each other like they're not necessarily – it was a weird look. It was look. a weird
1: look. They gave each other weird looks. Like, and then the bitch. montage starts progressing. Keisha goes into labor. Like the baby's starting to come out. She's starting to cry and, and kind of push and do that, and we're seeing a little bit more there. Then we see Kevin
0: – Very intentional for that to be a water birth.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Because, like, all things being equal – um, uh, a relatively poor family in a hood in an apartment building is not doing a fucking water birth. Uh, you see, is... they moved, did they?
1: Yeah, you see that in the first scene. They live in a whole new crib now. I didn't notice. they that. had a upstairs and everything. Yeah, they in a whole new spot.
0: I did notice that. Yeah, either.
1: it was like wild.
0: Or maybe that was
1: yeah. no nah, that last crib was that little mini apartment that we always wondered like, nigga, what's the setup there? The door was in the middle. It was weird. But I don't. They in they're... a whole new house now.
0: I don't get the impression that that's a part of the script. I think they just changed.
1: Probably. I mean, So they, they moved
0: in the last nine months,
1: they traded. <laughs> <laughs> just hey, here, nigga, fucking new crib.
0: Uh, I think that was just some Lena.
1: Probably, shit. probably, um, probably to make it more realistic that they would be having a water birth. <laughs> nigga, shit, who knows, dog. Um, we see Kevin finally find who he was looking for. He was either looking for Jake, Gemma, or both, and he found them both.
0: So when I watched it the first time, mm-hmm. I didn't see that
1: part. Mm.
0: And I just seen him running.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And then I seen him running, then I seen Doodah get shot, and I just was like, oh shit, Kevin shot shot uh <laughs> 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 I'm like, Kevin shot that nigga He's get he trying to get yo, the fuck off.
1: <laughs> just to fuck with uh listeners, I might make the title Kevin Shot Duda Dog.
0: Um, right. So um uh, somebody was telling me since like last season that yeah. what happened on the stairs was gonna happen. Yeah. Um, but I didn't see it the first time. Yeah. And they text me like, yo, I told you about this. I'm like, fuck are you talking about. Uh and then when I watched it again last night in because I watched it on YouTube mm-hmm. in a very lower quality.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, salute to Showtime real quick for posting this. Thursday, Thursday at midnight, yeah. so technically Friday morning, but Thursday at midnight. And Jay texted me at one a.m. like, nigga, it's up. And so when you sent me to YouTube, I said, well, if it's on you on their YouTube, the Showtime YouTube,
0: they did it last year. Too. Yeah,
1: and I was like. It got to be on Showtime On Demand, and I want to watch the shit in 1080, so I pulled it up, and it was right there. Oh, ain't that a bitch. Yeah, it was right there. I watched
0: that shit from the... (laughs) uh, I watched that shit, and it had no cursing in it,
1: Oh, shit. I didn't realize that. It had no
0: cursing on YouTube, and it said for the full one...
1: Go to... Or the episode of Me Up Sunday or some shit. I didn't didn't know. Damn, yeah. It was On Demand. I pulled it right up. As soon as you sent me that. It wasn't
0: super crisp, so like, maybe I saw... Jemma and them on there and didn't <laughs> and see. see
1: you know what I'm saying? The blacks was not as black as they were. That's funny. That nigga said, I saw Kevin running and said, oh, shit. That nigga shot. So I'm
0: thinking like, oh, now we're about to try to figure out how. Because, you know,
1: yeah. if this going to be power, yeah.
0: you is a uh, Tariq.
1: Yeah. The power how we get there? Like, Kevin, your son now. Oh, shit. Um, but, no, nah, Kevin saw Jemma and Duda Oh, Jemma and Duda That's nasty. Jemma and Jake at the top of the stairs making out. In the, in the back of the school or whatever building they was in. Huh. Jake a hoe-ass nigga for that. But you know what's funny? You talking about somebody told you that this was going to happen. Yeah, We actually said it on last year's pod on the episode that um, Gemma... When they were at Duda's fundraiser and we met Gemma and her dad for the first time and her and Jake sort of had a moment and we said like, mm, they might end up kicking it because... This was when Jake was dude. I was like, yeah. adopted kid or whatever the fuck. So it was like they might have a moment of some rich shit. We be around each other. Our parents is working together. And he then fundraise your dad or whatever. Like, it just might happen. So we actually did bring that up on the pod, but look like it's gonna happen. Um, and they even they started it on this episode, like during that little exchange when she was talking about her teacher and jake was like yeah i hate that bitch too and kevin was like i don't mind her and she was like i got the scene i'm gonna play that because it was actually like oh y'all alluded right to like we going there dog um then we see dude i get shot caught one we see a hand around a gun they shoot that nigga in the stomach dude i falls dramatically i'm telling you that actor dramatic as shit even when he yelled at the cop, right? he said, hey, oh, you got me. He said, hey, <laughs> he uncuff got, him. He got me, Odell. <laughs> <laughs> the tip of that got and, me. And then all this shit happens, and it was like one month earlier. And we get to the fucking episode, and I was <laughs> like, yo, did y'all really just play me with the power shit, dog? Hey, listen, this is this ain't good. <laughs> and the nice thing about these practice katanas... Oh, oh, that hurt. Oh, that hurt big time. A piece of that just,
2: the tip just got me, Odell. Oh, that got me good.
0: No, Oh, shit. Oh, that's how you felt. Oh, and it's oh.
1: You got me. <laughs> Damn, Jake. <laughs> oh, shit. So, um, off top, man, let's just kind of... You know how we break this shit down. We talk about what's going on with all the characters. So, Kevin, man. Um, Kevin's whole life been trauma since we met him, dog. Since episode one, season one. My dog ain't going through none but trauma. Kevin is fucking. <laughs> to start Kevin, the episode Kevin of starts five. the episode. This is trauma shit, though. Yeah. We got to, like... We gotta like as black people stop making it like so normal that 14 year olds be fucking dog no, that's normal. I know, but like we gotta like stop pump like Lena didn't need we talked about it last year when they were still in middle school like, yo, this kind of fucking awkward. Showing them tongue kissing and about to fuck and all, but now episodes start. They waking up in bed like, "Good morning, bitch." Good like morning, laying nigga. on each other and shit.
0: She got like that her was hair real, wrapped. That was a little too intimate.
1: It was like, yo, these just
0: kids. Still, we, we could get that same message across without them.
1: You could have told me. I never need to see Gemma pop up in a beater and some hoop shorts and her hair wrapped, laying on Kevin's chest. Like it was just wild. Then
0: he goes into her and 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 yeah, he ain't had
1: no clothes on, bro. Like yo, this is like my (laughs) dog woke up butt naked, bro. Like Like, this is wild. It got (laughs) crazy to start. Wow. And they woke up and Jimma, like it was like to a you ever watch one of them shows where like the adults turn into kids like on some like Honey I Shrunk the Kids types. I was thinking (laughs) like where the fuck they at, fam? Because who got their own apartment? What are we talking about? I'm like, and, what was the time jump and here? And Jim was saying, what time is it? Kevin leaned over, looked at his alarm clock and shit. Oh, baby, it's 8.30. And then they say, oh, shit, my dad, nigga, because y'all are fucking 12, nigga.
0: Oh, my dad's going to be finished with his
1: meditation. He's going to be done with his meditation. So they getting dressed. They, he like, damn, dog, I got you. She like, you said that last time this happened. And I'm like, so y'all do this regularly? Bro, when you was 14... Whether you was fucking or not, was you like spending the night at Chick's Crib on a school day, nigga? No. <laughs> nigga, I had to go home. <laughs> no. I could not go home on a fucking Wednesday night, bro. It's not happening, man. Fam, I would have gotten murdered by God-fearing parents, dog. Ain't no way, bro. But Kevin apparently is just living carte blanche out this bitch.
0: Nigga, tossed his clothes out the window. Into the snow,
1: by the way. Into the snow, hops out that bitch, uh, shoeless and shirtless, gets dressed, got dressed in the yard. In the snow. In the snow. Didn't have no snow on him though. Walked to the front door, like he was coming to walk her to school. Yeah. The whole time, the daddy watching this shit on the fucking surveillance.
0: Now I'm confused. That you know this man just got finna smashing your daughter. He just banged your daughter and stayed over. And he's like, oh, this little nigga think he's slick. I thought he was finna get him. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for this because this will be normal. Yeah. For
1: any parent, not just a black parent, any parent.
0: When nothing was said, I was confused. Fam, they got to talking about fucking,
1: hey, y'all know uh, some kids that look like y'all burned down some buildings in the city.
0: Like the, what tra- are we talking about, the transition from these two scenes, like... I'm literally. I'm thinking like, okay, he about to. I'm about he about to find a way to bring Ma'am, it up. When like, he said
1: this little nigga think he's slick, I laughed because I was like, yeah, hey, you finna get your ass yeah. beat. He looked at the camera like nigga, you know there's cameras around this bitch? How long you been? How long you been over here? He walked dead up on the porch and looked at the fucking surveillance. Then when he did that, I got mad at Gemma like, yo, you know there are cameras around. Here. Even if Kevin only think it's just one on the porch, you know, the whole house got cameras around it small.
0: So my head, I'm thinking like, oh, he about to bring this shit up somehow. And when you didn't address it. Writers, it threw me in full loop. I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? It was. odd. Oh, he's okay with a a, a young kid smashing his daughter in the in his house. It was odd. Now, I'm I'm off. Like, well, I'm going to say I'm all for it. Right. No, you're
1: not all for that.
0: But like. Children, when they get that age, they get frisky. They do not. So I'm not, like, I'm about to hate my child and do shit like that. But you're not about to be fucking in my house. sex. And and also, you're While not about I'm to. While
1: there. And you about to act like you smarter than me. It's the audacity. Hey, fam, for the me. audacity to come to my porch with snow on your back because you just threw your clothes out the second story window. I watched you jump out a window into the snow and come to my porch fully dressed. Hey, is Jim at home? Fam, I don't know. Her room smells like booty right now, nigga. Did I tell you? Musty did, ass. Did nigga? I tell
0: you on this podcast that my girlfriend in high school, um, I had to ask her mom to have sex with her?
1: No, I think that was on shop talk. Oh. I think that was on shop talk. Yeah, so I heard this and it wasn't here. <laughs> yeah.
0: So that's the thing, right? Uh <laughs> she my her mom came wow. to us and was like, Look, when y'all ready, yeah, come have a cup. I want y'all to tell me. Yeah. So when we was ready, she was like, you got to go talk to my mom. Wow. And like, I had to go. Now, I have no idea how I, how I completed this task because yeah. um, I can talk now and uh-uh. I can maneuver a lot of situations. Young 17 year old me. Not as I am scared. not. I'm not that one. But somehow like, I got the gumption to go out there on the front porch and have a conversation with a, an adult woman and say, hey, about <laughs> to fuck shit out your dog.
1: <laughs> no, but the conversation yo, wasn't that <laughs> yo, yo, man um, break tequila, dog We well, man uh, That was like, it You know what I'm
0: saying? She went through the protection and all the other shit yeah. But And it was like, y'all I mean, even though we was definitely fucking in the house But it wasn't yeah. like, y'all She was like on some safety shit I, I respect you for, I respect that You know what I'm saying? Yeah I, I I swear to God I wish I could I wish I can go back in time and watch how yeah. I how I looked and how I sounded because yeah. I don't
1: remember how what I said
0: yeah. but I'm sure it had to be horrible. <laughs> Did
1: you um? Because here's the thing, dog. Even as, because what? Gemma's mom died, right? That was the that was the story I think I last remember. year. I think that was the story that her mom passed was just her and her dad. He got bread, whatever, whatever. So I'm like, yo, as a dad, whether the mom's there or not, um, obviously. You want to have this conversation at some point with your child, son or daughter, about sex, right? But when you know your child is sexually active in your house... Sir,
0: I get the impression that Jim's father is a conservative.
1: Oh, definitely. 100%. Um, And she seemed like she's starting to buck that system in the house a little bit more.
0: And she seems very liberal.
1: She's rebelling against that nigga.
0: Um, As a conservative father, I would... think that your child having sex as a child
1: would be a thing that you, like, acknowledge and regulate?
0: Yeah, because, like, you probably, you probably, like, anti-abortion. Yeah. You probably don't want, like, a, your child having a, a baby yeah. in, in middle school. Because um, y'all not even in high school. Are they in high school yet? Maybe ninth grade. I think they're in ninth grade. Like, this, like, wh- how do you not have this conversation, my nigga?
1: Yeah. And, fam, the fact that now in this moment you have the two of them in your kitchen, and you know they just finished doing some wild shit.
0: And you're smart enough to understand and have a conversation about how children's actions are dictating the police. And uh, everything. Like, you're you, you, you a, you a smart guy. Fam, clearly. This is the conversation that you have.
1: And you're, at least in this, this moment, not only are you a smart guy, you're a smart black conservative male. Because you're having a conversation with them that's relevant. It's not accusatory. It's not like it was a good, necessary combo. Hey, you read the paper, young man. Like, even the approach, you had it right there. This was a beautiful moment for him to do some father shit. And that nigga started talking about fucking the Olympics coming to Chicago. What? Like, Lena threw me off with that one. And whoever else had a hand in writing this scene, it threw me off because I don't know where we went from where we started. Because I'm like, why am I, as the viewer, more shocked by this than he's acting? Like, I'm cussing that young ass out. I don't get it. It was weird. It's disjointed. It was disjointed. It felt very fucking disjointed and, and just sort of out of pocket. Um, Then we skip forward to the fucking restaurant, man. Um, So... Y'all know how I do. Listeners of this podcast know that on occasion, I'll go back and watch some old seasons of some of our beloved shows, man. So I recently watched season one and two of The Shy, And in doing so, I will not rewatch season three. But in watching seasons one and two, I really gained a whole new respect for Sonny. So I am not over them having Emmett play Sonny the way they... This was literally his only father figure. Like, his father was not a father figure for him.
0: Why is nigga dad around so much all of a
1: sudden? Damn. No, this nigga dad ain't been nowhere to be found for 19 yeah, years. now he here and Sonny gone. And it's like, no, nigga, the nigga who had you a job. <laughs> this nigga been in every episode. <laughs> Damn. You know what they got? They got Darnell on there as some comedic relief shit. They they using him as comedic relief, which is fucked up cuz he was on a couple episodes of Chicago PD. He's actually a good actor. Um
0: when he when they first started introducing him to him, to
1: him he was wise though. Yeah, yeah, he was still giving you that little comedic piece like they're always going to have the the bluetooth in the ear. Yeah. You're going to laugh at that. That's a thing. But he was giving gems out. Now he not giving gems. Now he just dare to be goofy and I don't like that. Like don't start a- overdoing the fucking comedy cuz like he walks in the restaurant, he on the phone. Oh, where you at? I'll be there in 15 minutes. I'm on the road. I'm in the car right now. I'm going to come pick you up. And it was just like,
0: man, I was just just uh, young lady. Uh uh we were in each other's presence. Okay. And uh she was taking a phone call. Um yeah, just got to where I was at. And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm on my way. I'm in the car. I'm another. I'm yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> no, you not. <laughs> like, like, no, you not. Dug. Like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm on my way. I'll be like, nah, I can't trust
1: you. Yeah, uh, I, I might be one of my only friends. I'm, I'm probably a handful of. It might be three of us. That's really like. On the way or in on the life. block that I say, it ain't a bunch of us that's really that efficient with the time I, and the lies.
0: And um, I was like, you know, I, I can't really trust you to say you're gonna be where you where you be. at. Yeah. And, um, now that I think about it, I have that, that's never where she's going. Never funny as hell. Never where she's on.
1: So he came in. Um, the restaurant is booming. Apparently, Dom and Emmett are one of the few people who start a restaurant and that shit is successful right off the rip. Fuck all the statistics that say this and never work. Oh, because it's sunny spot. They already built it up. <laughs> well, here's the thing though. But they built it up and then changed it and got rid of the nigga who made it pop. Like,
0: but they know. I mean, the only reason people are coming because they know to come here and get barbecue. They
1: come here for food. Yeah, yeah. So they they shit popping. Um, Dad come in there. Well, no, first Papa came in there. Papa worked there. He came in to get his check. They also kind of doing the same thing with Papa. They doing with Darnell, where they just using them for the funnies, and it's like, yeah. Can, can
0: we all agree, um, because of time, yeah, uh, that Papa's not the cute kid that we all <laughs> thought was funny no more. Yeah, like, yeah. He's he's a he's a, a big ass nigga. Yeah, no,
1: Papa's a big ass
0: kid. Like so, all the little cute one liners that don't, yeah, it don't, it don't work. It,
1: like now, it's like give him some serious lines, well, nigga. You bought sixteen, <laughs> like he about six two, and he bought three hundred. <laughs> That's a big ass boy, dog. Yeah. And Maisha, big ass girl. Them two big ass motherfuckers. You know who they look like? You remember the Eminem twins that was in How to be a player? Oh, I thought
0: you about to go uh Hercules. Hercules. I mean, I thought- <laughs> No, them the same
1: twins. Oh. Them the same twins. Yeah, they just so they was in uh Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then yeah. they grew up and was in How to be a player. Same twins. So, Papa came in there, he picked up his check, ordered some food. I did laugh and that nigga said, "Let me get a number 2 and a number 3." Cause that was funny, nigga. <laughs> cause that nigga, Emma say, um, nigga, just cause you eat free, don't mean you get two combos, nigga. Nigga said, oh, you know that other ones from me and Myesha, we eat breakfast on Fridays. I'm like, I right, well, yeah. take this check and go buy and you cash her that some motherfucking food, dog. It was weird, but whatever. Papa back. Then Darnell came in there. Yo, real quick, cause we in the scene, and I I thought it immediately. Soon as she came on came screen. First. Soon as she came on screen, though, you might be right. I think you actually are right. Um, Lala in the face—is it me or do she look a little something look off? I mean the. I mean I can off. I can say we know about the body. Her
0: booty looks nasty.
1: Her her butt hitting on something different. Like it but it the like face like looked catty than a motherfucker dog, real Catwoman ish, bro. Yo, she um, looked like a lynx.
0: I don't wanna jinx myself. Okay. And
1: uh Fuck
0: it, jinx. I know God is good. Yeah, all the time. They say black don't crack. Fact.
1: Some black crack though. I aunt said that on Facebook. Me and Kwame Brown the same age. <laughs> Yo, he's a month and six days older than me. Kwame Brown is one of the oldest bodied <laughs> and faced niggas.
0: Joe in Button history. is a year older than me, my nigga. Facts. A year and a half. Yeah. Facts. That nigga look old as fuck.
1: Yeah. Niggas' lives be hard. They did a lot. Well, Joe Budden did a lot of drugs.
0: Lil Boosie is a year younger than me. Yeah. That nigga look older. I don't look like
1: these niggas. Fam, did you know that uh, Lil Bow Wow is older than T-Pain? That's fucking wild. That blew my mind. Did Somebody- you see that picture that went around with uh, Lil Bow Wow...
0: And uh, Solange They was like Can you believe That they're the same age In this picture Yeah Like <laughs> I had looked like I tried to I was like Fuck I thought this was like I'm like This is no way I thought Right <laughs> <child> <laughs> And then I started Googling <laughs> this shit Like it's yo like, like he's eight Yo
1: like, he really looked Like her son That <laughs> shit was wild dog. And I was
0: like Why she dressed so old Like <laughs> <laughs> Like she de- She she dressed like Destiny the child They adults Like nigga You like 14 Like, uh, why, you, why you look like This kid's mom <laughs> uh, they, they ain't know What
1: to do with Solange's <laughs> When she came out
0: <laughs> Like she is not That at all No, They try to put that Unfortunately If you come You're a female In the industry They put this Sex kitten on you Yeah you know Or what I'm if you want
1: A lean away show <laughs> yeah, Sex kitten you up Nigga <laughs> like, uh, it was some shit. Oh, let's keep going. All right, man. So uh, you're right. Tiffany did pull up first. Shout out to Tiffany, man. That's she's still my favorite character on this motherfucker. Yeah. Um, Tiffany came in there. Her and Emmett did a little, you know. Hey, wife. Hey, call dah, me dah, dah, dah. daddy. That daddy. was weird. That was weird. No,
0: call me boss.
1: It, it got weirder. <laughs> like nigga, you because it was already to- weird when I liked that she said like. You know I don't like calling you daddy or whatever. I'm like, cool, because I don't like when chicks say, when they call niggas daddy. I think it's weird.
0: It's weird sexual.
1: And I was glad that they threw that weirdness in there. And then that nigga was like, no, the other thing. And she was like, I'm not calling you the boss, Emmett. But it's true. I was like, who wrote this part? Why are we not writers yet? I don't when know. When certain shit is written and I watch it on TV. I could write this shit, man. Fam, I for sure could have written that line. Matter of better.
0: fact, just call me for the rewrites.
1: Fam. You do the storyline, all that yes. shit. Yes. And then I'm going to come fix it and make it make. I'ma sense. give you the bars that really make it pop. That's it. You could pay me for the half of what you'd pay the whole writer, nigga. We're going to have to write something, dog. <sighs> Somebody's going to have to write me back. Um, speaking of shit that was on Netflix, uh, I hit up Omari again. That nigga still ain't hit me back. But Omari got a movie on Netflix right now that's number one, Army of the Dead. He and that. It's like him, uh, one of them wrestler niggas. It's a bunch of niggas. It's a zombie movie. It's like zombie war. But Did Omari movie, on that uh, shit.
0: that come out when he was like on some plane crash shit? Some weird people had him held captive? It was I like, think this
1: might be it. Hmm. On some zombie shit. I think this might be it. Because it looked like some, like, war captive, we get out and we got to fight these zombie type shit.
0: No, it was like it was some, some Halloween shit. Like, he uh, it was the women there, and it was like all the people had their mouths, like, sewn
1: together and shit. Mm, mm. Well, Army of the Dead with Omari Hardwick and uh, Batista and all these other niggas is out. It's number one on Netflix. Omari getting his money. Um, is he... But I just want him do to do hit the, me back. But do the neighbors still think he goes? They... Think this nigga in this Netflix movie because that nigga ain't been ghost in two (laughs) years now. (laughs) Really, ghost? I hit him up and I will continue hitting him up till he responds to me because I have to know what happened with Power. I'm destined to learn what the beef was with him and Courtney because I will not believe that you are letting them just run this motherfucking show and you the only nigga gone, dog. Fam, they didn't kill money. They didn't kill Lorenz Tate. I think it was money. It was something. He alluded to when he answered that question. Um, oh, on a, uh, With a Van yeah. and them, yeah. Because he was like... I meant to play that that week after we saw that, too.
0: Because I guess technically there was 16 episodes of the last season Okay, instead of 10. Got you. And he was like, I wish they would have paid us like it was 16 mm. episodes. So we got whatever the contract said for per season, but then y'all added extra episodes in the season. Mm. And y'all didn't give us no extra money. And he probably wanted some, 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 some more...
1: I, I mean... To to the point that we made about Joe Budden. Yes, we all make this show whole. But yes, one of us is the standout. One of us is the leader of this show, nigga. And yeah, you can continue stories around me, but that should let you further know. We ain't continuing a story around Tariq with no Tariq and Ghosts, nigga. Like, no, nigga. You can continue every storyline around Ghost because he was the fucking standout. So pay that man or kick him off and create six new shows and keep mentioning his name 20 million times. I hope he getting paid for that. Like, God damn, nigga, you going to take my character's likeness? I, he probably ain't because that's Courtney character that she created. So anyway, I'll be hitting that nigga up and I just want to know what's going on and why he didn't get added to any of these shows. But back to the shy. Had the little weird scene. And then it got fucking weirder, right? Darnell gets there. He talked to Emmett. They had a little exchange. Whoop, whoop, whoop. And then Darnell says, where my boo at? And as soon as he said it, I said, he better not be talking about La, La dog. And lo and motherfucking behold, I, I he was like talking a, about Lala. La.
0: I knew they was together because I saw uh, either a tr- I seen something.
1: That showed it? That showed that they was together. Yeah. I did. Soon as he said it, I said I don't like this.
0: And remember I, last week, last year there was. He was, you know, looking at the yeah, double
1: Ds. And- he was flirting and doing all that. But nigga, your son hit her, um, had sex with her. Let me be less volatile with the language. Choose my words, like Jay said. Your son had sex with her. Then he got married to his longtime love, baby moms. And then he opened a restaurant with the chick who he had sex with, who literally, when we were introduced to her, said, let me see that dick so he could come into her house. Her house that she also used as a restaurant, so I'm sure none of that was, like, Board of Health certified, that she was having niggas flash their dick to come in the crib. That's dirty. But lo and behold, his daddy is now fucking dating and madly in love with Lala. And needless to say, shit's weird for Emmett, right? But could he be more fucking obvious, though?
0: So this is why this storyline is getting fucking tired, my nigga. Yeah, like I get it. Last season it was like, oh, should I tell her? Yeah, I mean, uh, you gonna start this shit up again? This, you, what y'all talking about? What y'all laughing at? Man, y'all talking, y'all talking, about, talking me? about me? Damn. Later in the episode where they they they
1: smoking and
0: oh, killing, when they do like, the
1: edibles, yeah, like my nigga, nigga, nigga was in full sweat mode, dog. Damn, nigga, you cheated. Get over it, bro. Like you cheated. This- you didn't say nothing. Then you got you propose. At this point, you wrong for it. Don't tell her.
0: Not then, because you should have done it, but yeah, like, if you tell her, nigga, that is only releasing
1: you. a burden from you. you. You ruining that girl life. And so he hadn't told anybody other than his mom who figured it out and he confirmed it for mom. But when dad get there, he take Lala to the back. She going to make him some breakfast or whatever. And then while they back there, she say, I got to tell you something. And he was like, what? She like, it has to do with your son. He like, what son? She like, Emmett, fool. He like, all right, what happened? She like, I fucked him. Damn, that's how you would tell a motherfucker? And she don't even say when. He just was yeah, over she, it. I fucked him. And he was like. It was bound to happen. Yeah, then? It was bound to happen. Dick don't have no rear view mirror. I'm like, nigga, what what is this logic dog it was bound to happen anyway like no it wasn't that really was not bound to happen bro i promise you like that was not in the cards my nigga
0: like nigga don't you want to know if it was before or after
1: man but he just assumed that it was before yeah and And then um, he goes out to emmett to let him know he know
0: immediately went and go tell
1: because so so that's what made me think he got a little more of an issue with it than he let on because, hey, to you, nah, baby, I'm cool. I don't trip on nothing. My dick don't look in the past or whatever little bullshit he was trying to drop. But then he say, I'll be right back. Finish making my sandwich. I'll be right back. And then immediately go talk to Emmett. Nah, this is on you a little bit more than you leave, like, on, bro.
0: And basically, like nigga, you're going to open up. You're going to smash this.
1: You propose, propose to your, to your wife. wife
0: in front of your mistress
1: yeah. at the opening of your restaurant.
0: Yeah, nigga, we, was, we all seen the finale.
1: <laughs> yeah, and like, and <laughs> you? then Emmett like, man, I told her not to tell nobody. Fam, you might have told her not to tell nobody, but you didn't tell yourself not to open a restaurant with her and attach your future to this woman that you trying to hide a secret about? Come on, bro. Like, this is just, it's silly shit.
0: I'm re- I don't know if we talked about this shit last year. What's up? But like, Emmett, why'd you do
1: that? Yeah, that was a very unnecessary... Like, everything was... First of all, cheating is unnecessary. Throw that out there. But that particular... Like, fam, there was no reason for you to do that whatsoever, dog. She was selling weed, making all the
0: money. Literally. That one nigga still is standing up in the living room.
1: Yeah. <laughs> waiting for it to come back. Nigga ain't never got the weed. Uh, um, Like, it was no Tiffany reason... Tiffany was to- fucking literally finally, like, on the same page as you supporting you. Y'all was supporting each other. And she called her. 100%. And, nigga, Tiffany moved back to your mom crib with you. Sleeping on fucking blow-up mattress with y'all baby. Like, bro, there was legit. And was still mad because, like, hey, I want to fuck. But we at your mom crib. Like, she was still trying to give you some ass. Nigga, you weren't lacking in any area. But then you just smashed Lala because she could cook. Even though that don't be her wrist whipping when they do them close-ups? Come on, bro. That was just stupid. It was stupid. That was literally the definition of when niggas just do dumb shit. But he did it. And now, inst- again, the stupider part is, I right, now I'm going to open my first real business venture with the woman I cheated with, who I'm trying to avoid.
0: Fam, this about to be the same storyline for two years in a row? This
1: shit is whack, nigga. I don't want to see this. Fam, the only way that this works is if they get to it immediately. And I saw in the preview, they show him not being able to perform or whatever with Tiffany. Get
0: over it, nigga.
1: And she like, Emmett, you've been acting real different since we got married. And it's like, nigga, you're letting this shit blow your whole shit. But you won't say it. You about to fuck up your restaurant. You about to fuck up everything. And your de- as soon as what? Tiffany beat Lala ass, she ain't gonna cook there no more. Soon as Tiffany tell Lala she know Lala ain't gonna cook there no more. And you going back on papers. And you going back on papers. You getting a divorce now. Your money coming out double, nigga. You got four kids, fam, come on, dog. it's just yeah, Emmett. Just that's stupid, bro. Really stupid shit. Um, But even, this is one of the moments, to your point, about Darnell initially coming out and being sort of the wise dad and giving him little Gems and shit. This was a moment he could have been helpful. Talk to me, nigga. Like, sit me down. Don't just come out, what a tangled web we weave. Nigga, what? Fucking... Elmer Foot. What do you, nigga, is. pay for your sandwich, bro. Like, everybody who walked in there got a free sandwich in this scene. Then uh, Jada came in there. Yo. Every uh, single person in the whole season is at the store today? Yeah. No, nah, they all coming in there in the morning. Um, Jada walked in. She was like, oh, I'm glad she made herself part of the family or whatever. She keeping in the family. Dude. Yeah. She, you
0: fucking my friends still. Fuck Family.
1: All right, dog. <sighs> Let's talk about it because I, I just want to. They are completely misusing this character Jada like Jada was like a part of this show originally dog and they have just taken her nowhere bro so she went from a parent to a thought. fam a parent to a thought. is she even a nurse anymore because it's funny when I went back to season one and season two I remembered the end where she said she was moving to Seattle and then she didn't end up moving season two because she had stole a medication for Ronnie to take care of him at the crib so she they found out she didn't get a job so I'm like did anybody ever hire her again, nigga? Like, where are we at right now with the with the work part? And then you fucking a masseuse that went to school with Emmett? Remember to the little Mexican nigga she was with? Fam, he just disappeared, disappeared off one uh, weird picnic where his parents didn't really understand her culture or whatever the fuck the issue was. I'm not going back to that episode to decide. But, yeah, they just—and why did they make her, again, the sexualization? Why did they make her so, like, she just horny now? All she want to do is fuck? Because it was already a stretch when y'all had me thinking she was about to go out with Ronnie. That was a reach. Why did Ronnie get all the hoes on the show? Fam, Ronnie got all the baddest chicks in Chicago, apparently, except Tiffany and Keisha. Them the only two because they was young. But he saved Keisha and might have saved Tiffany if he stayed <laughs> alive. But nigga, y'all did all that. She got back with Darnell for that one half a second in that scene. They was finna fuck. And like, I get it. She's a single mom. She ain't been with nobody since Emmy Dad. Like yeah, she want a date. She want to get her her woman shit off. I'm not mad at none of that. But like, she just fucking a young masseuse nigga. We still ain't acknowledged that Tiffany fucked that nigga because she was too quick to get that card up to Jada. Like, oh, you want some? uh..." It's fine. What? Oh, that was Tiffany and uh, (laughs) (laughs) that was Dom and and, in Emmett nigga. But um, it's just weird what they doing to Jada character. I don't like it. They're not giving her a purpose. It looked like they about to have her really dating the masseuse nigga who also moonlights as a waiter. Like, uh. it's just weird, dog. Um, They giving Tracy more of a storyline than Jada, nigga. Like, why is Tracy still here? But then they making Tracy like a sex kitten. Like, nigga, your son died episode one. Fam, your son's one. death was connected to us by literally four niggas who ain't here no more. Brandon... Uh, Koogie, Ronnie, Trig, <laughs> Trice, <laughs> the po- Reggie, the, the police like, none of these people who are connected the white to cop your son right And the Mexican lady with the son who we never figured that shit out. I'm never getting over them just getting rid of the detectives, uh, Like, that makes zeros There are no detectives in Chicago.
0: Oh, yeah. When this show started, it was niggas talking about. The mayor on television, yeah. and he was like, "Man, he the leader of the 633 mob." You know, he killed that nigga with the with the with the food truck. Oh yeah, it was
1: the news shit. I heard that nigga in real, witness the, protection. I'm like, are y'all trying to save a way for that nigga to come back? Cause. So it's funny because, um, what's his real name? Jason Mitchell. Yeah, did repost the artwork for season four of the shot. He put it in his story, and then so did Reggie
0: you been shooting a, a project with a Jaquavis. Everything is both.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. It looks dope. Shout out to him working. I, I just like that my nigga's still working and still out here doing his thing in spite of all the shit that, that happened last year and the year before. But, yeah, I, I didn't like that they threw them little hints out there like, no, nah, he in witness protection. No, nah, I heard he got killed. Well, shit, where he at? I don't know if he in witness protection. Like, okay. Y'all want to bring like, Brandon yeah. back? Just
2: bring
0: him back. He was like, nigga, because he had written his protection.
1: <laughs> it was weird, dog. But um, what else was weird? Tracy, let's talk about her. She got her organization, which she's always had. They had it in season one. Uh, Coogie and Brandon Mama went there. It was like an organization for women whose children died by gun violence or whatever. And um, apparently her shit is popping Enough so that... I mean, because there's a lot of kids getting killed by gun violence. In Chicago, especially in the world. Um, so, yeah, it's a, a good and definitely relative organization. I understand starting it. Um, I guess in an effort to kind of get away from the rumors that were on the news about him being leader of the 63rd Street Mob, Mayor Duda came to see Tracy with candy in tow. Um Say, hey, uh, I love what you're doing with your organization and da da da. What is she doing? Like,
0: in an empty ass, dirty ass warehouse. I
1: mean, we, why you
0: need this big ass space? Them niggas was in a room big as this, yeah, sitting
1: in a circle. It was weird. And then she was painting that one pole red for like an hour, nigga. I was like, you ain't even painting over the spot that needed. It. it was really weird. But dude, I came to see her and she, like, yeah, I know who you are. But she, she was trying to, like, this was weird. Again, the sexualization. She was giving him the fucking. Yo, you a shady nigga. I wouldn't want my business tied to whatever you do, vibes. But was looking at him like she wanted to fuck. You just a, a, a evil nigga in a in a in nice, a nice suit. suit. Oh, so you like my suit, huh? I was like, nigga, you just gonna charm everything, even in a serious situation. Fam, you're on the news as the leader of the 63rd. I'm not who you think I am. <laughs> Like, what did that even mean? What did he mean when he said that, bro? Like, fam, you sound... I think you scary, nigga. Why would you do that? Like, nigga, no, you sound exactly like who they said you was that I think you are, nigga. Like, you're weird, bro. And then the whole time, mind you, his wife there. Now, I know him and Candy are estranged and shit, and they just putting on for the cameras. But, like, bro, your wife right there. Like, you just flirting with T- Tracy and the, it was weird, dog. So then, by chance, Tracy, Jada, and Dre, who are apparently gang gang now, they just happened to see Duda and his wife at the restaurant. Like, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that because it just got weird. Let's talk about fucking Jake and Kevin. Well, first of all, we see Jake at the crib. You got Trig. You got Imani. They're cutting hair in the basement. It's dark. And Duda. Well, Duda came in later. Yeah. Um. First, Man Man came in because they had to introduce another character for nothing. Man Man walked in. Hey, Man Man. Hey, Trig. Like, he was like, hey, Man Man, here you go. No, nah, Trig, I want to earn it.
0: What is happening? I'm confused. Bro, I was legit. Like, there was probably a meeting about this introduction.
1: Man. This was weird. But then, <laughs> fortunately, shout out to my nigga Jake. He cleaned it up and gave Man Man a broom. Like, hey, you want to earn it, nigga? You finish sweeping. I'm about to go to school.
0: Glad my my money has been well
1: spent. Here comes Scary Dude I He walked right down the steps. First of all, how did you get in here? Is this a public barber shop? <laughs> this in It's in the basement, basement, my nigga. So how are y'all just walking down here? And then I'm like, dude, I if you paying for us to have a shop, why are we not in the shop? We in the basement. He said. Mm. It's dark down here.
0: He said something about he got the permits or some shit for, for a home
1: basement. Damn, <laughs> for the basement? Okay. So he came down there. Dude, I, why you here? Yo, why is Trigg always mad? <laughs> Trigg has never been happy since we've been introduced to this nigga.
0: Because he doesn't want to come out as a homosexual male. He's still acting like the woman that he's with is not a man.
1: Man, Trig say, "Dude, I want you come down here for." He was like, "I brought Jake's tuition, nigga. My bad. You could have left that in the mailbox,
0: like nigga (laughs) mailbox. (laughs) You know he's familiar with mailbox. (laughs) Trig is really familiar with mailbox. Okay."
1: Hey man, this week in culture episode one sixty three, yo, yo. Uh, but what's man. funny is like, nigga, I'm the mayor of Chicago. I'm not putting money in your mailbox. Like, nigga, wire it. Why? Why are you giving me money? Who gives it to the school? Because <laughs> <The fuck? laughs> that's what I want to know. <laughs> they be and like, man, man, was, take this up there. That nigga was
0: like, yo, it's ever since I've been working for you. Uh,
1: uh, 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 no, ever since I've been working with you. Yeah. That nigga said, up, up. You don't work with me. You work for me, motherfucker. I was like... All right. Dude, I got to intimidate you,
0: dog. Weak-ass shit. And then there was some
1: weird sexual energy between With them. him and Imani, bro. I'm like, yo. I literally was like, what is going on? I was uncomfortable, dog. Because everybody left. Trig took Jake to school because he didn't want dude out to take him. I don't know where Man was at sweeping because he wasn't involved in this weird shit. And that nigga... Dude, I say... So, how is it coming along with all this business I gave you and all the money? You got the permits? She, like, yeah, I got the permits. Then nigga said, huh, you you need permission. <laughs> like, it was just weird, dog. What is going on? Dog, I literally was sitting there, like, I don't like what's happening.
0: Dog. And you know what's so funny is we only felt that way because they told him to act that way. You, no one gets. He
1: was directed to do that
0: nigga (laughs) like no no one gets a bad vibe uh, of watching a show or a show like oh i think they did unless it's on purpose
1: yeah like like, no y'all are giving me that vibe
0: y'all made that shit ultra sexual
1: yeah it shit got weird and i just didn't understand it but whatever man so then they fast forward because apparently we was at the end of the school day because we went from dropping jake off at school to these niggas walking to the basketball game back in the hood so kevin jake and Gemma walking they leaving school apparently kevin never told jimmy he was finna leave her and not go to her little group thing she invited that nigga to but they had this conversation and i want to play it because it got some real like they was talking about a teacher jimmy don't like her jake don't like her kevin like her shit got fucking weird i'ma play it hang on one second
2: I hey, stand that bitch. Look, Ms. Of course you do. What do you mean by that? It would be nice if you found yourself on the right side of history every once in a while. Why? So I could walk around with an attitude all day like right? you? I don't have an attitude. Yes, you do. I mean, every time you walk around, you're mad. I just want to be with someone who I can have an intelligent debate with. Why well, would I want to debate with you? I love you. Ow! What? Wow. Why are y'all looking at me like that? That's
0: the first time you ever said me.
2: Man, I ain't never said that to a bitch. <laughs> I just
1: had to play Jake saying, "I ain't never said that to a bitch." Um, bars, but bars from Kevin. She said, "If you couldn't hear that, because I know I realized now my audio was low as shit, because I was still trying to do some work when I was watching that shit." But she said, "I hate the teacher." Jake said, "I hate the teacher." Kevin said, "I like the teacher." She said, "It figures. It'd be good if you was on the right side." Side of history one time. Basically, nigga, you shucking and jobbing for these white ass teachers. Man up. He was like, "Why?" So I could walk around all day with an attitude like you. She said, "I ain't got an attitude." He said, "Fam, you mad all day." She was like, "I just want to be with somebody I can have a healthy debate with." Why would I want to debate with you, Gemma? Why not? Because I love you, and that goes back to the convo we was having earlier, dog. Why the fuck are we arguing all day? Men and women. Shit, men and men, women and women. Everybody online arguing all fucking day. For nothing. Like, we don't love each other at all, dog. Like, healthy debate or not. Like, at some point, everything don't have to be a disagreement, bro. Everything don't have to be... Fucking uh, devil's advocate, everything don't be for argument's sake. And 14 year
0: olds Fam. should not walk around this motherfucker like you got life and racism Fam. and injustice and, and, and figured out because you don't.
1: Facts. Like you you. Because, Gemma, for all the shit you talking, you are a privileged black woman in a white school. Just how like your dad
0: told you, oh, you hate capitalism, nigga, remember that next time you want a Chanel bag.
1: Talk about it, pops.
0: All you niggas who hate capitalism, nigga, you lived off this shit.
1: Fam. Y'all are capitalists. You don't want to give your fucking... You you hate paying taxes, but you don't want to be... cap. What? Come on, huh? You want to share everything? Kevin barred her ass up with that shit and shut it down real quick. He also uh, reaffirmed that when your girl, like, kind of on the edge and you kind of feel the argument, just drop the I love you real quick. Like, yo, babe, I love you. I don't know what's going on, but I just, just know I love you, dog. Real shit. It can end all the problems. And then that nigga fucked up the I love you and was like, yeah, I'm about to go to this basketball game with Jake. She was like, I thought you was coming to the meeting with me for BAM uh, by any means necessary, which I actually thought was kind of cool. She and Kevin was like, no, nah, no, nah, I can't make it to that. Me and Jake going back to the old school so we can go kicking in the hood with the homies, go to this basketball game. Woo-woo-woo. So him and Jake get on the bus. He leave Gemma. This is the start of that scene where we saw in the beginning with Gemma and Jake kissing It started with them agreeing about hating the teacher. Jake and Jim always argue. Everything they say to each other is damn near argument because Jake is brash and hood and do all the shit. Emma claimed to hate, but she kind of like it. Cause yo, I I just want a nigga I could debate with. I'm like, eh, okay. And then they leave, they get on the bus, Kevin and Jake head over there. Jake changed clothes on the bus changed out of his school uniform and put on some normal day-to-day shit. And when they get over there, they walk in toward the school for the basketball game and they run into a familiar face. Did you recognize who old boy was that they bumped into? Mm-mm. That's the nigga that shot Ronnie, who Lena said last year is going to be like, he's going to play a, a role in this season. So
0: I mean, I watched the preview. They had a nigga... Uh his hood down. I remember watching his face. I, I didn't I didn't notice that was his, his yeah, same yeah.
1: kid. Yep. So that's the cat that shot Ronnie, if you didn't know. Um he's talking shit initially to Kevin, like, yo, fuck this nigga think he is. Cause Kevin still got on a school uniform. Jake step in like nigga, back the fuck up, like fuck you. Nigga don't end up like your brother. Nigga got turned up real quick. Told him, don't end up like your brother. Told him, nigga, I will kill you and spit on your body, nigga. I was like, god damn. this Who wrote this disrespectful dialogue? So them two niggas get to arguing. They doing the shoulder to shoulder shit. Um, Wasn't nobody swinging or pulling. So I'm like, okay, there's still some 14-year-old shit. And then the cops get alerted by all the niggas starting to run over there like, oh, it's going to be a fight. So the cops come up. Jake and Kevin start walking away as they walk away. The cops is like, "Yo, show us your ID." And Jake like, "I ain't showing you shit." N- not uh, unexpected God. from Jake. This is kind of how Jake move. So Kevin like, "Dog, just show him your fucking ID."
0: This what I don't understand. What's happening? This fake tough tough guy shit that Jake. From Jake, got. the reason that you mad at Duda is because you seen Duda be a real gangster yeah. and kick the fuck out of a nigga yeah. face,
1: and you found out that he killed your brother on some gangster shit.
0: Like, you, you you, was cool with your brother shooting and killing niggas. You see another nigga who's a gangster.
1: In the same gang as your brother. The leader. The leader of it.
0: Um. So, nigga, you're not tough. Yeah. You're not
1: this gangster nigga. And, nigga, not only are you not that, but if you ain't that, or if you want to be that, then why you mad at that Why you don't live with Duda no more? Why you back with Trig? Why Duda gotta beg you to come do photo ops and all that type shit now? Like, nigga, either be in it or don't, dog. But stop that shit just because you the, the hardest nigga out your trio, bro. Like, relax. But he told the cops, I ain't giving you no fucking ID. The cops said, nigga, show me your motherfucking ID. Kevin said, show him your ID. He still ain't showing him and he tried to walk away. Cop body slammed him and just start whooping on him, dog. Beat him real bad. Whole time, Kevin, like, all right, all right, I'll pull my ID. He reached for the ID. Cops pulled a strap. Kevin down on his knees, hands up. Like, shit just got real ugly real fast. maisha is filming the whole thing because they was going to the school that Papa and maisha go to now, which they would have went to had they not gone to this school on the night nice side of town. So, do all that, Jake end up getting arrested, but because he was injured, they had to take him to the hospital. While he's in the hospital... Trig don't know, dude, I don't know. Don't nobody know where he at but Kevin and Papa and them. So, Papa and Maisha show Kevin a tape. Kevin, like, don't post that shit. Maisha, like, but we got to post it so justice can be preserved and da 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 da. Kevin, like, nah, Jake wouldn't want people to see the cops whooping his ass. Like, don't post that. They post it anyway, it circulates in the news.
0: I don't understand these fucking takes that that that, that Kevin, Kevin had, makes up. Like, who, what the fuck? What are you talking about? Kevin was
1: being weird this whole episode. His whole,
0: yo, I'm a, I need to get on my bicycle. I need to go smoke and drink man, just he because. he was
1: literally getting. Yo, all right. It's one thing for Kevin to be fucking whatever. You got a little girlfriend now. Y'all doing your thing. Whatever, whatever. That nigga was really smoking and drinking, though.
0: That'd be perfect. I don't think enough shit happened to you for to push you over the edge, nigga. He was
1: really really smoking.
0: I can see if you would have you shot a nigga and you was on fucked
1: up. Yeah. Okay, cool. But nigga. But you, you went like years later.
0: Ain't shit happened to
1: you. Like, yo, your sister ain't smoked out and drinking and doing all that. And she got abducted my nigga. And raped. And raped till she was pregnant. We're gonna talk about that in a minute too. because I, I I have some questions that it's just like, I'm, I'm a man and I know you a man. So these probably ain't questions that we're gonna get answers for on this pod, but I got questions for the listeners because that shit is just, it's wild. But um, yeah, Kevin smoking and drinking, he wilding out, he go to the crib, he all, and I get it, yo, that's traumatic that you and your mans just got...
0: Nigga, tell your fucking mama that the police
1: just fucked you that up for no reason. nigga walk in there, what's wrong, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin? Police. Nigga, say more words, bro. This is a week, like... It, he getting
0: weird. It don't seem like this mother is raising her children. She seems like she's maintaining her children. Fam. AKA, I'm paying for the roof over your head. Mm. I'm buying clothes. I'm buying food. But that does not constitute raising. A lot of people are putting up money financially to take care of your children. You have to do that legally. Yeah. But you're not actually raising your child. When your child thinks it's okay to spend the night out at another person's
1: Even crib? the way they handled that scene, like when she walked out and she was like, she went into Kevin's room, like, Kevin, Kevin, where is Kevin? And then Dre he, walked by he like- He ain't been home since then. He ain't been, he, literally. He literally went to school. He was gone for almost two full days, bro. In two full days, you have had sex, smoked, drank, got assaulted by the police, almost got arrested, and you came home and you ain't say Nothing. You're a horrible mom. Come on, bro. Like, you, your you, son you, is traumatizing. You don't even see it.
0: Like
1: You're not it. even asking. You, like, you're not momming. Fam. And and it was wild because in that scene where she realized he wasn't in his room, she like, where is your brother? I don't know. I don't keep ties on that nigga. And Dre walked by like, oh, he probably with Malcolm. When they start hanging out again, Malcolm was the little boy from the night school that they met last year who Kevin was selling the uh, pills through and then got in trouble for. Fam... No. Call your and he don't got a cell phone. Call him. You ain't check his room last night to make sure he was there? Think he ain't got an iPhone? Come on, bro. Like shit is by? wild, dog. Like come on, dog. But he walked in, he was on some traumatic shit. Keisha came and talked to him and was just like, "Look, don't be like I was. Talk to somebody." He like, "I'm not fucking going to therapy." Whoa, bro. Why you so aggressive about the therapy? And that ain't what I suggested. I said, just talk to somebody. He like, well, who do you suggest? She said, nigga, go talk to Jake. You just went through it with him. And you came home. You ain't even checking on your mans. Like, come on, bro. So he go to the hospital to go see Jake. And he was on some fuck shit when he pulled up. Jake like, nigga, basically, why you bail on me, dog? Why you ain't fight with me? Like, you ain't do shit. And Kevin like, nigga, it's because I pulled out my ID. So Jake like, oh, you think if I would have had on my uniform, they wouldn't have whooped my ass? That nigga like, no, I think if you would have fucking pulled out your ID, they wouldn't have whooped your ass. Why y'all arguing about this shit, bro? Like, these niggas is kids, so I get it. But it's just like, eh. This could have been a better exchange. Like, I feel like they could have ridden a fucking better exchange for the two of them after the jump. Like, because Jake still seems like, what the fuck? That's very fucking weird. I'm not responding to that. I just got a weird text that I think is, uh, is a fucking um, virus. I won't be replying to that shit. But shit, yeah, dog, I'm like, eh. After having these two niggas get into it with the cops, I expected a more mature exchange from somebody. But we ain't get a mature exchange from Jake and Kevin. We ain't get one from the mom to Kevin and then Trig came in there on some like I want to kill the cop who's responsible shit so it was just like what the fuck is going on dog like nobody's really talking about this shit it got weird Papa came in there on some fucking comedic relief shit he was joking around brought Skittles it was just like eh, y'all could have talked if we gonna address police violence and shit like talk about it they didn't talk
0: I don't want this to like I feel like last year you tried to Um, virtual signal um, guilt us into liking the show because it was based on a serious subject of rape and girls being missing the whole nine yards. And now this year, I think you like playing on the whole George Floyd, police brutality shit. Like fam, that's not how you make a good show. If the show can be good and you address issues, but don't make the issues the show.
1: Here's my thing. If you go make the issues the show, have a better conversation about it than Jake being mad at Kevin because he ain't fight with the police for him. And then when Kevin was like, well, what did you want me to do? He was like, nigga, I don't know, film it or something. He was like, My Isha did that. It was just like, nigga. Why didn't you show the nigga your ID? You was about to get into a fight. He didn't actually try to get your ID for and no reason. Literally was just like, yo, show me the ID. Like, So I hate that they got to your point. I hate that they did Jake on the like this whole episode really. They had him acting over hard. Like he he too hard. He too thug. Like, nigga, just have a rego calm. Even that exchange I just played with Kevin and Gemma. I ain't never told a bitch I love her. Like,
0: damn, nigga. So like if you wanna attack this on some police brutality shit and yeah. police is overstepping, have two other people start an altercation and then they walk up to him and say give me your id yeah then you have you got a quote-unquote reason to say i'm not giving you nothing but when we actively see you about to engage into a fight and i say let me see your id nigga they can man that is a reasonable suspicion to detain you and ask you for your id and give me your id that was it nigga like that was it y'all didn't fight you going home bro moreover it's just you you a kid so it's a school id
1: Fam, like, <laughs> like, yeah, ain't you're 14, like it, bro. This ain't you don't a, got a license, you, you know, nigga. You don't have a car. Like. You're not getting a DUI. Like.
0: Or you can just say, hey, I'm a kid. I don't have an ID.
1: I got I a school ID I mean My school
0: me. ID is at the crib.
1: Yeah. my name You live is. in a city where a lot of niggas don't have licenses, so you probably don't have a permit to drive. So, mm-hmm. nigga, hey, here go either a state ID or school ID. You ain't even 16. You can't drive. Yeah. Like, nigga, here. Here. Here's what I, I got.
0: Asking the kid for ID is wild, bodice. Now that I think about it.
1: You have a state ID.
0: I mean, did you have a state ID when you was a kid? I
1: don't remember when I had a state ID my my permit got suspended when I was fourteen, so I had to get a state ID to have a real ID because I couldn't get a license.
0: I got a state ID when my license got suspended.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's I got my my permit got As suspended. I said, All right, I I'm never going to be able to get a license for a while, but um, it was just weird. I didn't like Jake's energy throughout the whole episode because it was like it was it was combative. And it didn't need to be combative in a moment where I think you were trying to have a serious conversation with us about police brutality and all that. So then, when Trig got the call that Jake was in the hospital, Jake called him a hey, Trig. Woo, woo, woo. Trig pulls up. Now Trig and Imani have been at the crib wondering where Jake was. So I get hey, maybe he's on edge because where's my little brother? He ain't never late to dinner. But then when he got to the hospital, he walked in on some mad like. Dog, who the fuck did this? You, Jake, like the police? Well, whoa, whoa, whoa. he like nigga. I want to kill the cops. So then, dude, came. Dude, I walks in the hospital. Trig yelling at him like that. Nigga, dude, I said, "Yo, it's not my job to police dirty cops." And that nigga, Trig, ain't it, Mayor? And I'm like, okay, I mean, it's quite yeah, literally your job, definitely your job. So, Trig, you make a point here. Here's another part where we could have a really good conversation. And then, nope, that nigga Trigg say, look at him. They got my little brother chained up like a fucking animal because he was handcuffed because he was still under arrest. Dude, I go out there yelling at the cop. Hey, hey, man, you know who the fuck I am? Well, if you want to keep your job, you will uncuff him right now. And it's just like... What well, I mean, the mayor's hate him? Like, so the conversation that y'all could have had about police brutality, y'all, y'all avoided by having these two niggas yell.
0: Because, like most people... They just want the emotion. Yeah, I want, I want, I want to show you visual images of police. Oh niggas, bad, fuck them niggas. You got that emotion. We don't got no kind of dialogue.
1: Yeah, you and know that, what I'm saying, I think that's what's really pissing me off is that the shy through them first two seasons gave us hella dialogue. Like we had mad dialogue, and I'm all about growth. I never need like. You don't got to be the same shit you started out as. But, like, damn, nigga, like, y'all taking away the good conscious dialogue and you replacing it for imagery so we could talk about it on the pod and y'all won't talk about it on the show? Like, come on, bro. That's just weird. Um, Tracy, Dre, Jada, they go to the restaurant. They see I and Candy at dinner. They tell, like, Dre and Jada tell Tracy she need to go over there it was really weird because they had already invited Tracy to come to the fucking like the um, event that they were having for community leaders and shit. So it was like, she don't need to go over there. But they was like, girl, you got to try to secure some money. You need some money for the organization. And it's like, you got his card. Just call that nigga. You don't need to go disrupt his dinner. But she goes over there. As Soon as she get over there, dude, I has a fucking phone call. He steps away. And here we go again with the sexualization. Tracy sat down. Candy looked her dead in the eye and was like, you want to fuck my husband? Like, damn, did we need to go there like immediately? Like, that's what the fuck we had to do. That's the convo. Damn, you want to fuck my husband? Like, Tracy looked at her like, "Um, I mean, yeah, I kind of do, but I ain't going to say it to you because you was wife. And it was just like, what the fuck? It was weird. But now we know for sure that's going to be the angle that dude I going to fuck Tracy. And you know what he probably going to end up doing? Moving fucking weight through the damn organization the same way he was doing that shit on Brandon Food Truck. That's what's going to happen. Oh, what else was going on? Oh, um, Dom and Emmett and Darnell and uh Tiffany, they go over there. They have a little movie night at they crib. Fucking... Dom shows Tiffany how to make edibles. They make a bunch of edibles. They watch Soul Food. They eat the edibles. Emmy gets paranoid.
0: That whole shit was—it um, was just weird. His dad's fault. He did that shit on purpose. Oh
1: yeah, one hundred percent. Hey, we coming to uh to movie night. Since when? Since Tiffany invited us, fool. I mean, he played Soul Foods specifically. Yeah, on purpose to get to that scene. And then everybody's talking about the scene with Cousin Faye. Everybody repeating the lines. Emmett's sitting there sweating bullets. It was just like, eh, I didn't need it. Uh, like, I really didn't need it. We could have flushed out any other scene.
0: I don't want this fucking, this shit that again. Like.
1: Just wrap it up. Like, Let's get to the point where Tiffany finds out so we can move forward.
0: Tiffany finds out. Everything's fucked up. The restaurant closes. We feel sorry for Emmett.
1: Yeah. And that's because when you think about the little montage in the beginning, nine times out of ten, safe to say that's Tiffany trying to get in the bathroom with Emmett crying and sweating and shit. Because, nigga, she on your ass, nigga, because she know. Um, Dude, I... Goes to the hospital. He do whatever with Jake. Get him out the handcuffs. Says he gonna take care of shit. Trigg wants to kill the cop. Dude, I says, relax, nigga, chill. Like, that ain't... Th- I can't go certain routes no more because I'm the mayor, nigga. Like, I know I'm still 63rd, but goddamn, nigga, we can't do the obvious. Like, come on, bro. Or you can. Or can we because Trigg did it anyway, Because
0: nigga. they gonna think the mayor did it?
1: Hey, they for sure ain't gonna think Trigg did it because... That nigga went and just beat dog ass. I wonder why he ain't shoot him. I I wondered that after I watched it, like, why did not you just shoot the nigga? And just get it over with. I mean, I guess hey, you beat up my little brother, I'm beat your ass. But Trigg went and beat dog, I'm I'm assuming to death. Um see pistol the whipped shit out, boy. If not he left him maimed. I don't know. But he, he beat now, dog ass.
0: Now. Now I understand that the relationship between actual Chicagoans Mm -hmm. and the police have been strained facts for I mean that's like for a
1: billion reasons
0: so I don't necessarily know how I feel about the show kind of playing with that because there's been some real national cases where police like
1: even in recent like fam they're playing with a lot of topics that I would have liked for them to discuss do it correctly that's it that's it I, I just, I wish they would have had conversations about shit that they like. This
0: show, this episode specifically, was a bunch of themes and no content. Mm-hmm. It was just themes. Yeah. I'm like, well, where's the discussion? Where's the context and the content? It's just yeah. themes all year. Themes.
1: Themes. Fam. You gotta look at the whole episode. You got a chance for a parent to talk to his daughter and her boyfriend about fucking sex at 14. Skipped over it for nothing. Got a chance for a parent to talk to her son about police brutality. She never even got up and went in that nigga room, bro.
0: You got a chance for a um, a father who was a deadbeat and did women wrong to have a conversation with his son
1: that he used to give game to, Man. and that went unchecked. Hey, son. Don't lose your wife Look, worrying about this whole shit. Let me talk to Dom. Yeah. I handle Dom.
0: Now you fucked up. You did that shit. Yep. That shit was fucked up. If this ever comes out, this shit is over with. All yeah. the shit that you didn't Yo, work, your whole shit you that built, that you didn't feel Like this can't happen. Period. Whatever you gotta go and get over, get over that shit. Suck it up. Be the man yeah. that you couldn't be a couple months ago. E- even not, right now,
1: not having his dad comment on how awkward he was being. Like, come on, bro. Like, tell because dad, you know why he being awkward. Grab that nigga and tell him tighten up. Nope, have him eat edibles and fall asleep. In no context. Come on, bro. Then, uh, dude, I went to Tracy organization, helped her paint a pole. He took his whole fucking suit off. They
0: had paint. So you got to go get a paint can. Yep. Then you took the paint can. Yep. And poured it in a rusty bucket. Yep. Two buckets. Yep. Even though you was painting by yourself. Yep. You took paint, poured into two buckets, and then Mm -hmm. they picked up a bucket and started painting.
1: Yep. And then what was funny? The paint that they was slapping on the pole was going on parts that apparently didn't get any paint because they was painting but wasn't no paint hitting the pole. Like I saw them paint the pole, but wasn't no paint on the pole. It was only the paint that was on the pole.
0: We also got a uh, old girl, Keisha, um, Keisha. But we got old girl from from from
1: Instagram. Yeah, TikTok yeah, yeah. Fame. Yeah. So Keisha is um, giving her baby up for adoption. Which so I wanted to bring up smart a, move. I'm I'm sort not mad at common. the move, but it's just such a odd and again I'll I'll never know the situations. I'm I'm never obviously getting pregnant, but <laughs> believe it or not, I'm having
0: an argument with one of my cousins about the yeah. same thing right here. Uh I said anyway.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll 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 holler about it. But um no, I'm looking at this episode and I'm like, dog. That is so interesting to me that Keisha is electing to have the child, but then give the child up because now you're potentially looking at two traumas. You've had the baby of your rapist and attacker, abductor, but not only did you have that baby, but then you've given that baby away because once you have that baby as a woman, there's no way for you not to love that baby. That's your baby. That You grew that child. In your body, so now you didn't gave it up for adoption to try to get away from the trauma, but now I think you didn't created a second trauma potentially, because it's like damn nigga. But then if you get rid of the baby, there's that. What are your beliefs about it? abortion and all that shit? Like I mean,
0: people give up babies all the time.
1: It it is, but to give up a baby not because you can't take care of it, not because you don't love it, but because. Look at where it came from. It's my abduct. That's crazy, dog. It's it's wild because I already see what they doing with the lady from Instagram's character. So her and her husband are playing the couple, trying to pretend to be the perfect couple. They had a beautiful fucking home, goddamn. Who crib is that in the divorce, nigga? Cuz I need to know. Um, but Hers. they they plant facts. They playing the perfect couple up. But you could easily tell. Dog wasn't even letting up on the tension. He was right there with it. Like, huh, yeah, she always taking care of other people. Never take care of me, though. Love that. If she'd do that for me one time, that'd be excellent. Like, damn, bro. <laughs> you this obvious with it, my nigga? But then, after a while, Keisha was like, all right, man, fuck the bullshit. Is like y'all Keisha, good? Keisha like,
0: character is dope. Man. Like, yo, cut all this bullshit. Y'all. I got questions for y'all. Is, is y'all like, y'all hey?
1: good? And they was like, what you mean, like, are we good people? She said, no, are y'all good, it. nigga? Are y'all good, like, as a couple?
0: Hold her, Mama, too. I come from a divorced family. I don't want my baby I don't growing want, up. Nope,
1: in nope. And I didn't like when um, they asked, when she was like, do y'all have questions for me? And they said, look, are you really ready to do this? Because we've been through some shit before and it didn't happen. And the mama looked at her and was like, yeah, she ready. I'm like, damn, nigga, let her talk. The mama weird, bro. They got I her. Mean, she
0: mo- wants her to be ready for her.
1: I get but that, but yeah, they got her right. moving weird. Like, this is not the time to be insensitive.
0: She's keeping a baby.
1: Yeah. So Keisha's, they're clearly setting it up for Keisha to keep the baby. But then I'm like, I thought, I literally bust out laughing in my head when I thought about this. I was like, Lena gonna have an Instagram lady come kidnap the baby, dog. <laughs> she gonna steal the baby to turn this something shit. Something wild gonna happen. Something wild's gonna happen because I feel like they're really trying to make her character. A part of this?
0: She she went to her crib and let her know, like, yo, this was really
1: going on. Me and on. him getting divorced. We, he came by to act like we're good, but I wanted to be honest with you. I brought you some Garrett's because nothing says my bad like a bucket of popcorn, nigga. And um, Keisha was like, yo, I appreciate you telling me the truth.
0: She said, thank you for the
1: popcorn. Thank you for the popcorn. Cause, <laughs> hey, because I wasn't standing in line for that shit this week, but uh, fam, yeah, nah. no. I want my kid in a two-parent household, like I said. So, appreciate you, but what y'all got going on ain't going to be for my kid. So, thank you, but no thanks. And old girl was like, I can respect it. But she had, like, a creepy look to it. It was like, I respect it, but I'm about to go crazy if I don't get this baby, so.
0: You all things being equal, she got a
1: creepy look in it.
0: It's to my eyes, I girl. love her, though. No,
1: no, no. She's great. She... Again, her voice is one of the most soothing things that happened during quarantine. I really appreciate it. Because that's her business. That's her business. <laughs> but them eyes get a little creepy, dog. Like the longer you look at her, the more you could be like.
0: Like, is she looking at my business? <laughs> like, because you look like you're looking at my business right now. You feel me? Through this through this little phone. That's you
1: all up in my business over here. She would have been great on them. <laughs> mm. She would have fucked me up on them, nigga. That would have scared the shit out of me, dog.
0: So listen. no. <laughs> they gonna make a, a gender neutral uh season next year is gonna call it they <laughs>
1: like we can't uh, fuck
0: you
1: with uh, um, just jokes. And that was it. That was the <laughs> fucking show, dog. That was the premiere, man. Um oh oh
0: when they was at dinner she was like, You wanna fuck my husband,
1: don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. That was just <laughs> the weirdest shit in the
0: world, dog. Oh, and then oh boy, um, they was at because you know, whenever they get together, everybody's there. Yeah, Somebody sent uh, them a drink. Oh, oh that's yeah. my masseuse.
1: And I'm like, he a waiter too? I just need to do everything. Because Dre was like, who is this from? We ain't ordering nothing. They was like, from him. And then he walked by, he worked in the restaurant. And they like, Dre, like, who the fuck is that? Oh, that's my masseuse. Oh, I guess he ain't massaging your back. <laughs> happy Mas- ending. Happy ending. He masseuse. all coming
0: over there like, "Hey, Miss uh, Such and Such. Like, why you keep calling this woman Miss
1: Washington?" He just goof. Then they had him Once come I pick put her up, my up take- dick in you, you yeah.
0: are not getting the miss. Unless she's Miss Johnson, okay? Because, god damn it.
1: And then he came to the crib, scooped her up, talking about he want to take her on a proper date.
0: To my restaurant. Yeah,
1: to my restaurant. <laughs> Where I eat for free. <laughs> we get this uh, 20% off at. You my, my that nigga said, you still going to be my dessert. He said that because he's not getting you dessert, nigga. We only get 20% off, and you finna get a meal meal. But why they, like, did you notice Jada, Faye, like, she looked like kind of, I'm going to say this, and I don't mean it insensitively, even though it's about to sound insensitive. But she looked kind of slow. Like, in that scene where he telling her he taking her out. she looked like, ooh, Ooh, you taking me out to eat? The the man pays? You going to take me out for dinner? Young 20-year-old man that's my son's age, that went to school with my son, that my son's wife gave me his card, and he was a happy ending massage. Like, that's just weird, and I don't need her. after,
0: after we go out, when y'all go to my other job, you know what time it is,
1: right? And, like... You're a male escort. You know that I'm fucking all the women who I massage, and my cart is going around the greater Chicago area. Oh, that's so insanitary. And Jada just like, ooh, but you taking me back to the restaurant I just ate at with my girls? Shit, we got to go to Baker Square. <laughs> <laughs> that restaurant did look like Baker Square, nigga. <laughs>
0: Man, I used to love East Baker Square back in the hey,
1: 2000s. <laughs> And that was it, man. It was a um it was a missed opportunity premiere. Cause they actually brought up a lot of themes that could have really like drew some dope combos and some dope like scenarios and and they didn't really dive into them. I hope they don't do this season the way that they did last season, where they just sort of hinted at Things that really required like real answers and like, hey, what happened to that? They already got off to a start with that little Brandon shit. Like, fam if your daughter
0: is already fucking in your house and at she, fourteen, and now she getting on the best the best friend,
1: <sighs> yo, it's all downhill for her, yo, right? Jimma hooking, Jimma hooking, like it's all it's all downhill. Do for they have right? homeschool college? Cause she not fucking going to uh University of Illinois, nigga. She get over there, she wilding in the Big Ten, nigga. She mm. looking for the Big 12. <laughs> Double <line> Andre. <laughs> Don't even ask me how, nigga. Um, yeah, man, all in all, I, it, I'm i glad that the show is back because it's giving us something to talk about. But I'm like—
0: Usually niggas put their foot in their
1: in premiere episode. It started off like the foot was going in it. And then when they shot Duda, I was like, oh, it turned goofy. And then from there, it was just, again, Miss Opportunity episode. Like, it wasn't bad. It was just like, y'all had a lot of shit y'all could have did with this, and y'all didn't do it. And now, here's the thing. I'm a, Can I be honest? I don't need another season about Kevin not addressing his trauma.
0: I don't want to see it. If what he is this season into, about to be about
1: Fam, it? if he turned into a drug addict, alcoholic teenager.
0: He going to turn to Ronnie.
1: Oh, my God. We thought he was going to turn into Brandon the whole time. He finna be Ronnie.
0: My lord. Um that nigga voice start going out. <laughs> Gemma. Gemma. I know you're not up there with Jake. Oh shit. This is fucked up. That nigga in there bitch soaking cause he got beat up. He got he got roughed up by a cop on some shit. And his sister who been abducted and raped he came like, in there on some G shit.
1: <laughs> like, 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 nigga,
0: don't sit in here crying. Nigga. She
1: wants to, to tell that nigga, don't act like me, cause you ain't go through shit. Fam, your man got beat up. You ain't do shit, nigga. You showed your no ID and then almost got shot because you pulled it way later and they was ready to draw guns. But other than that, you alright, nigga. And not to belittle the trauma that could come with being 14 and having the cops draw on you, but nigga, I was 14. Fam, I was 14. Let My me nigga, tell you,
0: you didn't kill the nigga already. Facts. A nigga didn't pull a gun on you last season to your
1: fucking head. Like, you're, not, you're not shaking up over this shit. Fam, the nigga who killed the nigga you shot was just finna fight you. Like, all this was happening in that moment. Fam, 14-year-old aunt driving to school because I had no other way to get to school. My mom went to school or went to work at like 6 in the morning. My pops had been in an accident, couldn't drive no more. So aunt bought a car, Aunt drove to school. On one rainy morning, I got pulled over. He literally just pulled me over and said, Yo, it's dark out here, it's storming, I just wanted to tell you to turn your headlights on. But he was like, because I pulled you over, I do need to see your ID and insurance just as a check, a courtesy. I said, "Mm, I could show you my insurance. I don't have a fucking driver's license, bro. He like, so what do you have? I said, I had a permit. He was like, you know, you're supposed to have a fucking 21 year old driver or a parent in the car with you. I said, yeah, that sounds good. I'm just trying to get to school, bro. My school is two and a half miles away from my crib. I live on Ada Myers. My school is all fucking 9 Mile and Coolidge. Like, just let me get there, bro. He like, mm, nah, that ain't going to work. <laughs> so I'm going to need you to turn your car off and get out. And I'm like, oh, okay, uh, what's going to happen to my car? He was like, it'll be towed. Um, and I was like, well, what are you doing to me? You take me to jail? He was like, no, you're not under arrest. As he's putting me in handcuffs, and says, I'm about to take you to school. And the nigga walked me all the way into my homeroom in handcuffs and uncuffed me in front of class. Kevin, what the fuck are you traumatic about? This nigga just fucking pulled me out the car, cuffed me, and walked me to school in cuffs in class, and then uncuffed. Kev Relax. Kevin went home and played a video game. Mad. Nigga, I'll, I'll beat Kevin. He need a dad.
0: Kevin, you shot a kill a nigga
1: already. Fam, he need a dad. Well, he shot a nigga. He, he shot, nigga. yeah. Ronnie ain't dying. Ronnie, Ronnie don't die. He multiply, nigga. Um, ultimately, dog, this was kind of a strange first episode. It was a little too sexy. Did you feel like, even though I liked a lot of the scenes that were shot, did you feel like the episode was kind of dark and smoky? Like, yes. even though you watched it on the YouTube at first and it was just grainy in it general, was, but
0: it was a lot going on. Yeah, um, I felt like they just threw a whole bunch of shit on the wall. Hopefully, this whole season is 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 good. Yeah, um. I don't know what it's about to be about. It better not be about fucking Emmett.
1: Um, they look like they' about to be on this police angle shit. Cause and it was two things that made me think that when Trig and uh and dude I was having a little back and forth in the hospital. And dude I said it ain't my job to make sure the police ain't crooked. Yes it is. And <laughs> Trig said uh, yes it is. Mayor, nigga, the, the and police chief reports to you. As soon as he said mayor, dude I looked like a fucking light bulb went off. And then when they showed the preview. It looks like he's introducing something that's going to change police in Chicago forever or whatever. I don't fucking know. Um, Jake, you a hoe-ass nigga for tongue down Kevin Girl. That's weak. Papa and Maisha, I don't need on the show anymore. Like, we getting rid of Reggie. Why we ain't getting rid of Papa and Maisha, bro?
0: I mean... We're gonna keep it hundred if we can get rid of everybody. <laughs> yeah. Like wrap this shit the fuck
1: up, dog. Man. Um right now I feel like the shy is suffering from lack of direction. Yeah. Cause they don't know what they want the show to be about. It feel like season three or season four of
0: power. Season three and a half.
1: Where it just kinda went when it la- went realistic to something else? Yeah. And when it just went away from, like, what it was, like, all right, this feels just different. But this was only episode one. Y'all let us know what y'all thought about the episode. Let us know what y'all thought about the pod. Hit us up at This Week in Culture on everything. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Join the Facebook group so you could join in on all the convos we have during the week. In the meantime, I'm Antwood. That's Jay Johnson. This Week in Culture, episode 163. We out.